Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're going live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You wanted the best? You got the best. Often imitated, never duplicated. It's Mid-Missouri's best post-game show. The Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Hosted by Joe Hall. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football. Right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Well, good, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Curly Fifth Quarter, week number eight. It's hard to believe we're that far along in the season, but that's where we are, folks. So good to have you with us tonight, and a lot of games on tap. Right now, we've got a coach on the line, and really appreciate Tyler Tanner, the offensive coordinator for Westrand, hanging on. It was a big showdown, Lewis and Clark showdown tonight up at Marceline, and two teams are undefeated in conference play, and Marceline comes away with a 45-6 to win. And Tyler, you knew this was going to be a tough game. Marceline's the real deal, and and uh, sounds like uh, they, they kind of took charge tonight. They, uh, they're, a good, they're a good quality program. There's no doubt about it. Their kids are ready to play tonight. Um, i got to credit the coaching staff, man. They, they, they did a good job of preparing their kids for tonight's game. Um, I felt like maybe we didn't do as good of a job of that. So that's something that we've got to look in the mirror with and, and get better than that going forward. Well, you know, Marceline, a team that made a deep run in the state playoffs last year, and a lot of those kids on that team were on that team. They were a young ball club last year. I think that playoff experience really helps in a big game like this. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, with you know, we got a lot of experience returning as well. Um, obviously, last season wasn't uh, our best by any means, but, you know, we had a lot of experience as well. But, yeah, their, their deep playoff run last year might have factored into it but like i said the bottom line is man they they were they were ready to play and uh we were not uh we've got to get better at that well, you know, the one thing you don't want to do when you go on on the road into a tough place to play, you don't want to fall behind early and that sounds like what happened to the Hornets tonight. Yeah, well, I think we marched at 95 yards for a score. And after that, they returned to kick off uh, to the house, man, and they, they kind of took the wind out of us. Uh, but the thing was, man, we felt like we were marching the ball pretty good tonight. Um, you know, I felt like the defense made plays at times. And there were other times we gave up some big, long ones, man. I mean, we we just couldn't dig ourselves out of the hole. Uh, but like I said, you got to credit Marceline. I thought they did a good job tonight. They got some good kids over there, and you know they're well coached. Well, you guys only able to put one touchdown on the board, but sounds like you moved the ball, as you just said. Tyler, I guess we lost him. That's Tyler Tanner. Tyler, the uh, assistant coach for Westrand. Westrand falls tonight to Marceline, 45-6. to So Marceline wraps up at least a share of the Lewis and Clark Conference title. Now, they'll play Harrisburg next week. Harrisburg wins tonight. So Harrisburg, 5-1. and Marceline, 6-0. and Westrand, 5-1. and So that Marceline and Harrisburg will collide next week. But uh, right now, uh, Tyler, are you still there? 
Yeah, I, oh, I am oh. back, man. Sorry, I lost service. Oh, okay. Well, I know you're on the road. Now, you're at home tonight. No, you're on the road back from Marceline. So, yeah, yep. I, I appreciate you calling me on the cell. And uh, anybody you want to mention for the Hornets tonight? Man, I thought the coach ran hard. You know, he knew going into it. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, he was going to have to run his best game. Honestly, man, I thought our line did a great job. You know, I, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit of better stalking out on the edge. and that, That's my responsibility as the receiver's coach. So i I got to get better at that for sure. But, um, you know, I, I thought that our line did a great job. I thought Merritt ran the ball well. You know, we gotta we got to work with a couple of things with that. But, uh, honestly, uh, offensively, I felt like those two dudes did a really good job. I think we might have lost him again. You still there? Hello? Yep, I'm okay, here. okay. We, we lost you for a second. Go ahead and finish up. Yeah, like I was saying, Kobe Dale, Derek Merritt, uh, the line, you know, I think that we probably had 300 yards total offense probably 270 rushing i mean honestly we just didn't put the ball in the end zone well so you got some things to build on next week and you got one game left uh, losing tonight you guys fall to six and one you're five and one in conference play and you got one more conference game with paris before you head into district oh yeah you got a good paris respect man they beat us 21 to zero last year and i know that our kids remember that uh coach crochet you know he does a good job over there um so we're gonna have to prepare a little bit harder than and then what we did this week, I can tell you, we got to get back on track, and that starts with with us as coaches and players holding them holding themselves accountable as well. Well, it looks like you, Marceline, Harrisburg, all in the same district. So, and you guys could should be the top. I don't want to say you'll be the top three, but you'll be right at the top of the pack. I guess I haven't seen the standings. Yeah, probably. You know, it's going to be a dogfight, no doubt about it. You know, in a month, there's no telling what might happen. So, uh, you know, we we expect a good good district uh, overall as far as competitive games and we're excited to see who comes out of it hey tyler always appreciate the visit thanks a lot for calling on the cell phone sorry you had to wait a few minutes but uh appreciate you hanging and we'll talk to you again next week after that game with paris all right no problem man thanks for all your coverage all right tyler thank you that's tyler tanner of the west Strand hornets the hornets tonight to marceline 45 to 6 let's take a break we'll be back with more right after this Accidents are going to happen, and when they do, take your vehicle to the ones you trust. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair in Brookfield. At Bailey Brothers, you have everything cared for, from the actual body work to helping you with the insurance paperwork when accidents happen. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair is there for you. Just call 660-258-5005. If your job situation is changing because of layoffs or restructuring, it's very important to review your retirement plan. Contact your Edward Jones financial advisor to schedule an appointment. Carrollton, see Jeff Adams. In Lexington, see Rick Smith. And in Richmond, see Richard Bidding and Brett Smoot. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. Start your welding career at Grand River Welding Institute in Brookfield. GRWI offers advanced training on critical welding procedures, pipe fitting, and sanitary welding, all in just 20 weeks. Flexible hours, housing, financial aid, and discounts can also be provided on North Livingston Street in Brookfield. GRWI's doors are open to all. Call 660-258-WELD today. The Hamilton Bank, supporter of your community since 1938 and proud to support high school activities. Experienced and dedicated, the Hamilton Bank knows helping you strengthens our community. Find out how the Hamilton Bank can help you at one of their locations in Hamilton, Lathrop, and Breckenridge. 
Odessa Diesel Repair, we keep your vehicles rolling. This is Tonomy Gittinger. We offer the best in master mechanics and have a parts inventory to keep your car, truck, or RV running. Before you head out to the high school game, stop by our shop on West Mason in Odessa. We support high school sports. It's all about the teamwork. Play hard, play fair. We're for the state of Missouri. We're for trout fishing, barbecuing, underarching, fountain swimming, road tripping, and show me saying. We're for people who would live here, people who won't, people who farm, and for people who don't. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you're a Missourian, we're for you. For all your automotive sales and service needs, remember Swafford's Ford in Richmond. Call or text 816-776-2288. Visit SwaffordsFord.com to shop online and schedule service. Located at Highways 10 and 13 in Richmond, SwaffordsFord.com. Sharona here from the Woodshed in Carrollton. In addition to having the best pricing on all your lumber and hardware needs, we are expanding our rental fleet. Introducing Woodshed Outdoor Power and Rental. Just across the street from our home center. That's right, kids. Rentals from track loaders to mini excavators, man lifts to power tools. Don't forget about Gravely. That's right. We are your official Gravely lawnmower dealer. That's delicious. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another, generation after generation. Providing professional service based on trust, integrity, and financial accuracy. Because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. It's why we're here. Carroll County Trust Company. 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Okay, we're back. And, Abe, how about the Odessa Bulldogs? The dogs were off last week. Uh, they were supposed to play a couple of teams and nothing materialized with the COVID issue. But tonight they go on the road to Excelsior Springs. They win 47 to nothing. And right now go got your coach Mark Thomas on the line. Hey, Mark, nice win tonight. You go up to Excelsior Springs. Never know what you're going to get when you have a week off in the middle of the season. But sounds like your guys responded pretty well tonight. Mark, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Yeah, Mark, I just said uh, you never know what you're going to get when you have a week off like you guys did last week, but sounds like you guys responded pretty well at Excelsior Springs. Yeah, we did. We played pretty well. Um, it, you know, we uh, really tried to focus on trying to play a complete game, offense, defense, and kicking game. And, um, we, I, don't, I wouldn't say that we hit it, hit it on all cylinders, but uh, we were, we're getting closer. Well, you know, and going back to last week, you were supposed to play Kansas City Center in a conference game, and I guess they had some COVID issues. Then you're going to play Free State out of Lawrence, and I guess that kind of fell apart. That's probably got to be tough as a coach trying to re prepare for two, maybe even more teams than that during the same week. Well, right. It's, um, you know, the week before we were supposed to play, before that we were supposed to play Warrenburg, and it was our, in, our, in our conference, and uh, – they're the ones that kind of shut themselves and, and centered down. They had a player that's a positive. So we ended up picking up Maryville and found out who scheduled the game on a Wednesday. And that, I tell you what, it's, I mean, I know they Maryville had to prepare for us in two days, but preparing for, for them in two days is a tough, tall order. But uh, we were able to get by. And then this past, past week, you know, it, 
with the situation where we were going to play, uh, we found out about the uh, about Lawrence Free State having uh, they got quarantined, and so we uh, I, we we found out on Wednesday, and I just did not want to do two weeks in a row having to prep prep for a game in two days. So we just decided to uh, take the week off. Well, you go up tonight up to Excelsior Springs. Mark Fabian does a good job up there. They got a young ball club this year, but they're always well coached. But you guys jump out early. You win it forty-seven to nothing. Talk about the game a little bit. Well, you know you're exactly right, Coach Fabian and his staff. They do a great job with their kids, and they, you know, they run a they run a flex mode offense and run a lot of option. And it's the first time that we have really seen a lot of option all year. So it was, uh, you know, that was a challenge for our defense to have to prepare for that. And, uh, you know, and offensively, they, you know, they're going to come at you and they're going to throw some different wrinkles at you. But we felt like, you know, we did a pretty good job with our offensive line. Our tight ends did a good job of running the football. We, uh, we were able to run the football pretty much throughout the game and, uh, you know, and just controlled the game, controlled the clock. And uh, you know it, it'll allow us to you know you know take be able to get a lead early in the game and kind of play pretty comfortable from that point on. Coach, I'm sure you had a lot of guys that played well. Did anybody stand out that you'd like to especially mention? Well, obviously our offensive line did a great job, and they and they have you know pretty much all year, all season long, and you know you know as well as I do, offensive line is the most important position group in, on your football team and because when they when they're when you're good up front you're going to be you're going to have a chance every every night and uh, so our offensive line did a great job uh, we all, our our starting tailback Blake Eichmann had a big game he had 11 carries for about 150 yards and I think he scored a couple touchdowns and so you know that was uh, he's been playing really well for us all year and you know, I, he, he's got to be pushing a thousand yards on the season already. Yeah, I know he's a workhorse. I've seen seen him play. He's a pretty tough runner. Did Oak Grove and Harrisonville play tonight, or was that a COVID issue? Harrisonville played uh, Winnetonka. Okay, okay. Uh, I think Oak Grove is shut down. Yeah, that's what I'd heard. Yeah. So, so you got you got Harrisonville next week, and in conference. You're a perfect 4-0. They're 3-1, and so that'll be a big game next week, won't it? Yeah, it will be. It will be. And, you know, for us, it, it'll it'll allow us to go undefeated in the conference for the third year in a row. So that's, uh, that's a big uh, milestone for our, for our program, for sure. Well, Mark, you do a great job. You got your guys rolling again. How many wins in a row is this for your program? Uh, let's see, uh, 22 okay. in a row, right, and we're, uh, 22, so I think we're, I think, uh, 34 and 1 in the last three seasons. Wow, very, very impressive. Well, listen, thanks a lot for the call, and, uh, give us a buzz next week after that Harrisonville game, and we'll, we'll chat again. All right, thanks. Okay, Mark. That's Mark Thomas, head coach of the Odessa Bulldogs. Got Travis Zoll alongside. Travis, let's look at some scores real quick. We haven't run any. MRVC, it was uh, MRVC East Carrollton, gets by Holden 42-14. to So the Trojans pick up their first conference win. With that win, Carrollton moves to an even 4-4 four four on the season. 
a battle of two of the heavyweights in the conference. Lexington jumps out early and beats Higginsville 36-25. to So the men and men undefeated. They'll play Richmond next week. Both those teams undefeated in conference play. Lexington 8-0 overall. Richmond 6-1. So that should be a whale of a game in Lexington. And Richmond beats Knob Noster 42 to nothing. Any any thoughts there? Yeah, I, you know, Lexington, uh, pretty gaudy record, but uh, their their schedule's been pretty backloaded, and that's a huge win for them over Higginsville tonight. I uh, I, ne- I didn't necessarily see that one coming, but uh, they got a chance to go regular season undefeated uh, next week if they can get by Richmond. And congratulations to Coach Kyle Kogan and his men and men. Big win, like I say, men men are eight no. Richmond wins. They're six and one, so that should be a good game over in Lexington. In the MRVC West, uh, Warrensburg all over Clinton tonight, 69 to seven. Of course, you just heard from Mark Thomas. Odessa beats Excelsior Springs, 47 to nothing. Oak Grove and Harrisonville were supposed to play some COVID issues at Oak Grove, so I guess that Oak Grove does not play tonight. Winnetonka played Harrisonville, don't have a final on that yet, and Pleasant Hill tonight beats Kansas City Center 28-21. Down the Lewis and Clark Conference, the big game of the night in that conference, Marceline in a battle of unbeaten conference teams beats Westrand 45-6. Harrisburg stays in the race. They beat Scotland County 22-6. Fayette knocks off Salisbury 63-12. Non-conference play, Clopton beats Paris 29-14. So there, uh, Travis, you got Marceline now is 6-0. and Westrand and Harrisburg both 5-1. and Harrisburg plays Marceline next week. Yeah, so Harrisburg can tie for the uh, Lewis and Clark title. Um, I know Coach Hopkins, uh, he, he, he's got a, had a really inexperienced team last year. It seems they're uh, starting to turn the corner a little bit. And, you know, Marceline has that one loss in the Bell game. But... Uh, Sounds like they're they're they've got thing, things rolling tonight with a big win over Westram. Had a chance to talk to uh, Coach Todd Dunn at Lawson on a high school highlights program this week. Todd picked up his 200th career win last week. Guess what? Lawson, after going 0-2 to start the season, but those were to Higginsville and Mid Buchanan. They've won five in a row since then. They get by East Buchanan tonight, 13 to 12. It was Lathrop picking up their first. They beat uh, North Platte 43 to 27. Penny of Hamilton knocks off West Platte 49-14. And then in non-conference play, Mid Buchanan was supposed to play Atchison County or was supposed to play Plattsburgh. Instead, they play Atchison County, a non-conference game, and Mid Buck wins at 63-7. And Travis said Mid Buck team just keeps piling up 55, 60 points almost every game. Yeah, well, and they beat a Kansas team, so that's got to be a good thing, right? Anytime you beat Kansas, Kansas <laughs> yeah. team, it's fun. We'll, 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 yeah. we'll take it. We're not in the same conference anymore, but uh, that's, a, that's a good win. And, you know, the other thing, Coach Dunn at Lawson, 200 wins in football, yeah. that's pretty amazing because, you know, it's not like basketball or volleyball or baseball where you're playing 20, 30 games a season. You're playing, you know, 10 to 15. So 200 wins, he's been at it for a long time. Uh, and, you know, congratulations to, to him and all his players that have helped him get there. I take it you're not a Jayhawk fanatic. I'm a Husker. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a timeout. We'll run some more scores here in a minute. Let's take time out here on the Curly Fifth Quarter Show, and we will be back in just a minute. One Sally's Propane has delivered propane for residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural use. Family-owned, they're committed to customer satisfaction. As we head into cooler weather, check the fuel gauge on your tank. If it reaches 20% or less, go online or call 816-690-4928 for delivery. Sally's Propane, Z-Highway in Bates City. 
Hey folks, Michael from Midwest Customs in Carrollton. Are you needing to get hitched? You're in luck. We offer all kinds of hitches. Gooseneck hitches, fifth wheel hitches, bumper hitches. Oh, hold up, stop. Yep, you're gonna need stopping power. Got you covered there too. Trailer plug wiring, trailer brake controllers. We even work on trailers. Midwest Customs in Carrollton, we'll get you hitched. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You've probably heard that West Central Electric is a touchstone energy cooperative, but do you really know what that means? It means that they are part of a nationwide alliance of member-owned not-for-profit organizations. They deliver your energy at the cost of service. They're democratic in action, and they're committed to enhancing life in our local communities. West Central Electric, a touchstone energy cooperative. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. The Bank of Odessa is community committed. Their goal is for every person who enters the bank to be better off financially for having made the choice to bank with them. For personal or business banking, savings and loans, a personal banker will find the financial solution to fit your lifestyle. Bank of Odessa, Lafayette County's leading bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Everyone knows if you've been in a collision, you go to Withrow's Body Shop in Odessa. Withrow's is well known for their quality restoration, glass replacement, custom paint and collision repair. But do you know they're also a full-service mechanical repair shop? Need new tires or a new transmission? Is that pesky engine light on or simply need an inspection? Withrow's can provide it all, and the experienced technicians will get your vehicle back on the road. Your car will look and run like new. Withrow's Body Shop and Mechanical Repair in Odessa, a family tradition since 1939. Since 1981, Sally's Propane has delivered propane for residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural use. Family-owned, they're committed to customer satisfaction. As we head into cooler weather, check the fuel gauge on your tank. If it reached 20% or less, go online or call 816-690-4928 for delivery. Sally's Propane. Z Highway in Bates City. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country 103.9 KRLI. Okay, folks, thanks for tuning in. I'm Joe Wall, Travis all alongside, and hey, it's week number eight, and uh, one week left in the regular season, then we start district play, week number 10. Very exciting time for high school football, and one of the teams that's been bitten by the COVID bug, the Concordia Orioles. The Orioles have had to sit out their last couple of games. They've been quarantined, but uh, they're going to play Keatsville on Monday, so they'll pry Orioles. They haven't practiced for a couple weeks. They'll practice tomorrow and Sunday, and then play Keatsville on Monday, and a few minutes ago, had a chance to talk it over with J.K. Basie, head coach of the Concordia Orioles. Okay, now in the fifth quarter show, going to talk Concordia Orioles football with head coach J.K. Basie. And J.K., the Orioles haven't played for a while, kind of been bitten with a COVID bug, but getting kids healthy again now, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a very strange uh, three and a half, four weeks to say the least. Yeah, we went on quarantine there, and then our school went to distance learning, so uh, I haven't seen. The kids, except for on the computer screen, for about four weeks now. Yeah, and it's that's tough, especially this time of year. So, what do you do? I know you're going to play Keatsville on Monday. Do you practice a couple times this weekend? What's the schedule? Yeah, we will. We'll actually be able to practice on Saturday and Sunday. Um, so we'll get a couple days in um, before we get out of the field on Monday. Have you got all your kids healthy now, all ready to play? Yeah, fortunately, we got everybody back. I think maybe the time away did did some good, and um, you know, kids kind of stayed away and, and uh, made sure they stayed healthy, and I think we'll have everybody back ready to go for Monday. 
kind of looking for a coaching tip. What do you do? How do you cover three weeks of practice in two days? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's been it's been a strange three weeks. But uh, uh, you know, we've done we did some workouts online. We did some uh, some shock talk and watched some, some game film online together. And you know, we'll get what we can we can get done. Saturday and Sunday, and uh, knock the rust off on Monday, hopefully. Well, you know, one of the secrets to being ready for any contest is mental preparation, and your kids ought to be mentally ready to go. Yeah, I would say so. We, uh, you know, I gave them a, uh, you know, they had to watch the, watch stuff on Huddle and all that stuff we would do normally in a week, and uh, some of them, I think, have some things down that they didn't have down before, and hopefully that will show up uh, Saturday and Sunday, and then when we get on back on the field on Monday. Yeah, you're you're part of Monday Night Football this week. You play Keatsville, and uh, what, what do you look for out of that ball club? I know it's a brand-new program, and you're new to eight-man, so it ought to be an interesting contest. Yeah, it's a young. It's their fir- first year. Um, they've got a, a big big left-handed quarterback. Uh, throws the ball well. Um, you know, we're going to have to be we're gonna have to be on our game. Uh, you know, we haven't done anything for uh, on the field anyway for three and a half weeks, so I'm sure we'll be rusty when we get out there, but... Uh, um, hopefully we can we can come out and play a good game and at least uh, like I said knock some of that rust off and get ready going on. We'll play Friday again and then head right into districts. Well, and then you play with J- Archie next week, right? Yeah, we go down to Archie on Friday. Um, they're they're a good team. I think they're top five in, in eight man. So um, that'll be a, that'll be a good test right before districts. Well, in two weeks you start district. And let's look at your district. You've got probably when you're looking at records, probably Southwest, Livingston, North Shelby, and St. Paul have the best records. Of course, you played St. Paul a very close ball game, and and the rest of the teams in the district: Concordia, Keatsville, Norburn, Hardin Central, Santa Fe, Schuyler County. So that you know, you, you kind of get past those two or three top teams. It's pretty even the rest of the way, isn't it? It really, yeah, it really is. Um, if it stays the way, uh, if it stays the way it's sitting right now, we would go to Norburn, Hardin Central. Um, so, you know, that'll be a tough game, you know, first week and coming back off the, off the layoff. But, uh, you know, we'll prepare for whoever we got to play and, uh, and road trips we have to, be at home if we need to. Uh, hopefully we can get a, get a good win in on Monday and get the ball rolling. Hey, J.K., I appreciate you calling me. I know you're calling before the St. Paul-Pattonsburg game down in Concordia, so I appreciate the call and good luck Monday night in that Keatsville game. And we'll talk to you next Friday night on the fifth quarter. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Me too. See you, J.K. Bye. Okay, that's J.K. Basie, head coach of the Concordia Orioles. Again, they'll play Keatsville on Monday night, that game at Concordia, so they'll be part of Monday night football. And, you know, this time of year, folks, we've said it many times, you just kind of have to improvise. You have to be creative. Uh, you might have to play some team you had no intention of playing just because the team you're supposed to play has COVID or something else happens. It's nobody's fault. It's just kind of the lay of the land right now, and it's what we're dealing with. But hats off to all the ADs, the coaches, the kids, administration, everybody that's adjusted. I mean, that's what you've had to do. To And we've gotten through eight weeks. I, I'll be honest with you, back in August, I, I didn't know. I was glad to see the season start, but I'm thinking, man, if we can get through two or three weeks it's going to be good and here we're through week number eight and there there have been some hiccups along the way but everybody's hung in there and done the best they can so uh, hats off to everybody out in the, the school arenas well let's take a look now at some of the other scores we ran a few a minute ago down in the uh 
uh, Clarence Canyon Conference. Brookfield gets a nice win. They go on the road. They beat Highland 32-14. to Centralia, they remain unbeaten. They're 7-0. They knock off Macon at home 34-18. to Monroe City supposed to play Clark County, but instead they play Herman tonight. Monroe City wins that one 52-32. Up in the NCMC Conference, the Moberly Spartans wrap up the conference championship. They beat Mexico 28-21. to So congratulations to Coach Cody McDowell and the Spartans. They're the NCMC champs. Uh, they wind up a perfect, uh, perfect 4-0 in conference play. Uh, they had one game, one game with Marshall. It was a COVID week. They didn't get to play that one, but uh, otherwise they, they are a perfect 4-0. So they won that conference. Hannibal beats Marshall tonight, 48-14. Kirksville gets a shutout at home against Fulton, 33 to nothing. Down in the uh, Tri-County Conference, Blair Oaks keeps rumbling. The Blair Oaks Falcons, they're a 7-1. They beat Southern Boone, 42-21. So... Uh, Blair Oaks takes a big step towards a conference championship there. Hallsville knocks off California 50-21, to and Schooley Osage beats Versailles 43-21. Still waiting on a Boonville-Eldon score. Uh, tonight in the West Central Conference, it was Lincoln slipping by Wellington-Napoleon 14-7. Windsor remains unbeaten. The Hounds are perfect 8-0. Uh, they beat Tipton tonight 55-20. to And Adrian, Adrian moves to 6-1. They knock off Midway by a score of 40-6. Uh, that's most of what we have up in the Grand River. We've got Maysville beating Putnam County 22 to nothing. Milan bounces back from their tough loss last week. They bounce back and get a nice 45 to three win over Polo, and uh, so a good good win for them. And I think we got another coach on the line again. We we talked earlier that the Carrollton Trojans win 42 to 14. We've got Scott Finley on, and hey Scott, congratulations! A nice 42 to 14 win. Uh, first MRVC conference win this year for the Trojans, and with that win, you you even your record back up at four and four. Nice job tonight. Yeah, the guys played really hard. We had a great week of practice, and uh, it was just really fun to see them get a big win. You know, holding a team that's struggling, but it looks like I watched a little bit of the game on mid-vid, and looks like they moved the ball. They they're getting better, aren't they? Oh yeah, that's a very talented team. They're just young right now, and uh, you could tell tonight. I mean, they're continuing to get better every week, and they're going to have a lot of success in the future. Looked like your defense really played well. I saw three or four different interceptions on passes. So looked like your defensive backs really on the on the beam tonight. They did. Um, Gavin Claude had two interceptions. Uh, I mean, we our secondary is flying all over the field, and uh, that you know, to be honest with you, they played really well offensively. Like they were dropping the ball really well. Um, some of our linebackers were getting frustrated because they were getting to the flats. And they were just making perfect passes, and those are hard to defend. So. Um, I thought, you know, I thought they were doing a really good job offensively, but our defense was just flying all over the place. Well, talk about your offense. You put 42 points on the board. Sound like you moved the ball pretty well. Who played well for you offensively? Um, Gavin Claude had four touchdowns passing, another one rushing, and then uh, Xavier Yoakum had another one rushing. Um, we came out throwing the ball really well. Um, Gavin and uh, Cedar Metz were really in sync on the first couple series, and they got a touchdown early. Then on our second series, uh, Gavin hit uh, um, he hit uh, uh, Gage Fitzpatrick in the corner of the end zone and hit him again later. Um, they were doing a really good job of reading the secondary and, and seeing the holes and the, and the coverage. Um, we really threw the ball well tonight. You know, you got to feel pretty good about where your team is right now. You gave Lexington a whale of a battle last week. They ended up beating you 42-22, but you led at halftime. You put some points on the board, and then Lexington gets a nice win tonight over Higginsville. So you got to feel pretty good about where your team is right now. Yeah, I mean, you want to continue to get better, and then that's what you want going into district play. Anybody else that you thought played well that you haven't mentioned yet? 
Um, I thought Derek Diamond played phenomenal on defense tonight. I lost track of how many tackles he had. Last I heard, it was 12, but I think it was more than that. I mean, he was just everywhere, and, and he's really an anchor for our defense. Um, I just Him and Xavier Yoakum bringing pressure off the edge, and uh, Diego Thorne uh, playing the other defensive end, those guys really put pressure on our offense. Well, you got one more game left during the regular season. Back at home next week, you play the Higginsville Huskers. That'll be a tough one. Yes, it will. Those guys are always tough. We're looking forward to it. Well, let's take a look at your district real quick. Uh, I know, Scott, you don't want to look ahead yet, but the district right around the corner, very interesting district. You've got a lot of teams out of the Lewis and Clark Conference. You've got Fayette, Harrisburg, Marceline, Salisbury, and Westran, and then you've got Slater and yourselves. So that should be a very competitive Class 1 district. It is, and it's really close. Uh, I've tried not to take a look at it too much, but it looks like it's really, really jumbled in the middle, so it's hard to tell where we'll end up. Well, listen, hey, I appreciate the call. Congratulations on that nice win. Like I say, with winning tonight, you move your record to 4-4. Four and four. You see your team playing better and better each week. And give us a buzz next week. We'll be here after that uh, Higginsville game. Definitely. Thanks a lot. Okay, Scott. That's Scott Finley, head coach of the Carrollton Trojans. They win tonight at Holden, 42-14. Let's stop the clock, take a timeout. We'll be right back. When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Since 1904, Preferred Bank has persisted in building a reputation for service and product innovation and takes great pride in continuing to be an independent community bank. With five locations or online at mypfbank.com. They look forward to serving you. Preferred bank, big enough to help and yet small enough to care. Member FDIC. TDR Auto Plaza is changing the way used cars are sold. They take pride in listening to each and every customer's needs. See for yourself by stopping by their showroom at I-35 Kearney or visit them on the web at tdrautoplaza.com. TDR Auto Plaza, proud supporter of you sports. Curly Country, K-R-L-I, Multibend. Yeah, I could listen to someone else, but why? Accidents are going to happen, and when they do, take your vehicle to the ones you trust. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair in Brookfield. At Bailey Brothers, you have everything cared for, from the actual body work to helping you with the insurance paperwork when accidents happen. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair is there for you. Just call 660-258-5005. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. If your job situation is changing because of layoffs or restructuring, it's very important to review your retirement plan. Contact your Edward Jones Financial Advisor to schedule an appointment. In Carrollton, see Jeff Adams. In Lexington, see Rick Smith. In Richmond, see Richard Bidding and Brett Smoot. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Start your welding career at Grand River Welding Institute in Brookfield. GRWI offers advanced training on critical welding procedures, pipe fitting, and sanitary welding, all in just 20 weeks. Flexible hours, housing, financial Financial aid and discounts can also be provided on North Livingston Street in Brookfield. GRWI's doors are open to all. Call 660-258-WELD today. The Hamilton Bank, supporter of your community since 1938 and proud to support high school activities. Experienced and dedicated, the Hamilton Bank knows helping you strengthens our community. Find out how the Hamilton Bank can help you at one of their locations in Hamilton, Lathrop, and Breckenridge. 
Odessa Diesel Repair, we keep your vehicles rolling. This is Tonomy Gittinger. We offer the best in master mechanics and have a parts inventory to keep your car, truck, or RV running. Before you head out to the high school game, stop by our shop on West Mason in Odessa. We support high school sports. It's all about the teamwork. Play hard, play fair. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your host, Joe All. Okay, Miles, thank you very much. Well, tonight it was a West Central Western Division conference game between the Crestridge Cougars and the Lone Jack Mules. And Crestridge puts 52 points on the board. They come away with a 52 to nothing win over Lone Jack. And uh, right now we've got Coach uh, Thomas Hotmer on the line. And Coach, a nice win tonight. You you get a 52-zip win over Lone Jack, move your record to 5-3. and three. Sounds like you had it clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, it was a great all-around uh, performance from our team in all three phases. Uh, very pleased with their effort uh, all week. Uh, we had to challenge them. Kind of got off our mojo the last couple of weeks and uh, just challenged them to be more competitive, more physical, and uh, I thought we had a great week of preparation, and then they uh, played really well tonight. Well, let's talk about your offense first. You put 52 points on the board. Running game going well? Did you throw the ball? How did, how did it all happen? Yeah, we, uh, we've been struggling running the ball. Lots of different uh, combinations last few weeks. Um, so uh, we, we tried to make that an emphasis. Cole Connor did a heck of a job running the ball tonight uh, behind our line who uh, started to, they played a lot better. Uh, had to make some few adjustments, but overall played a lot better. And by being able to run the ball, uh, it helped set up some play action and, and vertical uh, passing game for us to hit big plays over the top. Before we move to defense, any of your offensive players you'd like to talk about that you haven't mentioned? You mentioned a couple already, but anybody else you'd like to talk about? Yeah, uh, Dalton Wilhite. He, this is his very first day back from being out from having a quarantine the last couple of weeks. Uh, didn't even get to practice, and he he played the whole game and uh, played really well. Was an awesome blocker for us, and they've got some big passes. Uh, and I just want to shout out our O line. We put we started a couple new guys in there: uh, Waylon O'Rourke, Dustin Winningham, Chase Martin, uh, Landon Ashworth, and Aiden Contreras. Uh, they all did a heck of a job tonight. They deserve some uh, mention and credit. Uh, numerous of them playing in different positions, but. Uh, trying to keep it simple. They did a heck of a job. Well, let's talk about your defense. You shut Lone Jack out. Did they move the ball, or did your defense pretty well shut them down? Uh, they actually did a good job moving the ball. They got us stuck with like some screen plays or some little chunk plays. But uh, other than other than that, uh, our defense held up pretty good tonight. Uh, just they, they had some good play calls and good situations that we were out of position, and uh, sometimes it gets you. Any of your defensive players you'd like to talk about? Uh, D-line, they were they played a lot more physical. They, they've struggled the last couple weeks, and uh, we, we really tried to challenge them uh, to be better. Right? If we're going to be better and, and be the team we think we can be, uh, they have they have to play better. So uh, up front, uh, they did a much better job. Brock Wilcox, uh, David Currens, Dustin Winningham, Aaron Hurt, and Caleb Burkhart uh, all were, were much better for us and helped set the tone. Well, with the win tonight, as I said, you move your record to 5-3. and three. It looks to me like you're 3-1 and one in that Western Conference against Western Conference team. So, guys having a good year. you got one more game next week. You're at home to play Tipton. Yes, we're, we're excited. Everyone's back. We're, hopefully we'll get things rolling right into playoffs. But 
Uh, also, we get to have our uh, seventh home game this year next week. Uh, so we've, we've definitely enjoyed that, too. Well, everything okay with the COVID? You're fighting that? Everybody's getting healthy again, it sounds like? Yeah, the last week, six kids corn just because it was constant. So we've been working on the open and it's crazy. But we've done a play. It's just we're all now. It's a Lincoln, he's a big-time player for us. Uh, but uh, uh, losing him hurts. We've got everybody else back, uh, hopefully, to make our playoff push. All right, Thomas. Hey, appreciate the call. Congratulations on the win. Give us a buzz next week after that Tipton game, and we'll talk Crestridge Cougar football again. Thanks for calling. Hey, yeah, thank you. Appreciate all you do. Okay, see you, Thomas. That's Thomas Hotmer, head coach of the Crestridge Cougars. They win tonight as they knock off Lone Jack 52 to nothing. Well, how about Harrisburg? Harrisburg. Uh, gets a nice 22-6 to win over Scotland County tonight. And with that win, Harrisburg moves their record to 6-2 and overall and even more importantly, 5-1 and in conference play. And Steve Hopkins on the line. Steve, I think you knew this was going to be a battle. Scotland County, a much better team than their record would indicate. But uh sound like a close game at half. You score a touchdown to, to win by two touchdowns, 22-6. to Yeah, they, uh, they are an extremely talented and hard playing ball club. They've had some really bad breaks. So Coach Carper is just kind of, if it wasn't for bad luck, there'd be no luck at all kind of story. And very, very pleased to have a way to get a victory tonight. Our defense stopped them four times inside the, the red zone. Wow. Uh, a fumble recovery and an interception, and then two times we stopped them on downs. And without that, this is a, that this score would be flipped. I mean, we scored on the first play of the game, you know, and then they came right back and, you know, they got it within 14-6 at halftime. And then, you know, it was just every time they got the ball, it seemed like they put together a drive and get inside our 20. And then our kids just really, really, really stiffened up, played their responsibilities, and then several young men. We've got a young corner, Braden Ott, first year to play. They try to pick on him because of his stature, and he, you know, bats away a fourth down pass and keeps, his, keeps him out of the end zone and just lots of other young people that just really stepped up considering people we've got that are injured or, or due to COVID that have to be quarantined. So I'm very proud of our kids. Well, Tall, you scored three touchdowns in the game. Talk about your offensive game. Well, we scored on the first play. We had worked really hard on getting better at, at running the, the ball with some power and some vertical push, and we did. And then, boy, the rest of the game, we could not get an inch inside the same bike. Wyatt Robinson broke that run for over 60 yards. And he had some other good runs. I know he had well over 150 yards rushing, and I don't have the totals, but made some really tough, tough yards. And at the end of the game, well, in fact, the middle touchdown was a really good drive where we mixed in some pass and some run. And then the touchdown pass was from Tanner Lannis to Tanner Fike, who's our fullback who just does so many things in our offense, doesn't get a lot of credit. And he's worked really hard on being a viable receiver, and he caught that pass. And then we solved the game away with an 85-yard screen pass to Wyatt Robinson that uh, we were struggling. You know, we stopped them inside the 15, but we couldn't get, you know, we couldn't get out of our way. Had a penalty, I think, that took away a big, big play. And then, boy, we just had it blocked great. Brayton Stevenson was on our offensive tackles, Logan Fritz, and they get out in front of Wyatt. And he's, he's really fast, and he was able to break, break cleanly all the way to the end zone. And that just, that kind of solved the game away. They got one other drive down to inside the five, but, you know, like I said, we stopped them. And then our four-minute offense, we used up all but the last, oh, less than a minute of the clock. 
Well, next week, a big, a big win for you tonight. You're 5-1 and one in the Lewis and Clark Conference, 6-2 and two overall. And with Westrand beating, or Marceline beating Westrand tonight, you and Westrand both 5-1, and one, Marceline 6-0. and oh, And you play Marceline up at Marceline next week. So, hey, if you could win up there, it could end up being a three-way tie for the conference. Well, that's the mark of progress for our program. We have just the utmost respect for Marceline and so many of these long-time quality programs. But we want to be a team that, that is competitive. And we feel like that we've gotten there this year. Now, now let's see if we can at least battle. You know, we're going we're gonna to bring our best effort, and they have to play us, too. That's kind of the mentality we want to get. We know they're a challenge, but we want to we make sure they understand they have to play us, too. Our kids need to have confidence that they can line up and, and battle anybody. Okay, well, listen, I appreciate it, Steve. Always enjoy the visit. You've really done a good job at Harrisburg. The last couple of years, you guys have been right near the top of that conference, and you're right back there again. And uh, give us a call after that Marceline game next week, and that should be a good one. And thanks again for the call. Nice win tonight. Very kind of you all, and we appreciate so much the coverage that you all give for high school sports. It's our, it's our pleasure, Steve. We'll see you next week. Okay, well, let's talk now. How about the Santa Fe Chiefs? The Chiefs take on Bremer tonight, get their first win. It was 24-14 at halftime, then Santa Fe breaks it open in the second half and wins it 48-20, and got Danny Capps, head coach of Santa Fe, on the line. And Danny, you got to be happy. Nice win, put 48 points on the board. I think he's on line two, I think, Jim. And Danny, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, I just say, hey, nice win tonight. 48 points on the board. You win 48-20 to 20 over Bramer. I'm sure you're a happy camper tonight, aren't you? Danny, can you hear me? Hey, Joe, this is Andy Hampton. Oh, Andy, okay. I'm sorry, Andy. I thought it was Dan. Thought it was Danny Caps. I'm sorry. I apologize to you, Andy, but I appreciate you. Appreciate you calling, Andy. And I'm I'm looking back. You played tonight. You played Lincoln, and I guess Lincoln comes away with a 14 to seven win. Sounds like a heck of a ball game. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a really good game. Honestly, um, we uh, we were coming off of. Uh, now a two-week uh, quarantine, unfortunately for us, and so uh, we were able to get our full team back uh, for the most part on Tuesday. Uh, we we kind of played like a team that hadn't been around for two weeks. Uh, we made a lot of mistakes tonight uh, and did some good things too, but uh, you know, just too many mistakes really that we couldn't overcome in the game and. Um, that was really the difference in it. Uh, kids played hard all night. Uh, we we were missing a couple uh, starters as well, and so uh, we were pretty shorthanded. And the kids, uh, you know, eventually just kind of got worn down in the end. And, um, it was a dog fight the entire game, but uh, just like I said, too many on our end tonight. Well, you know, Lincoln, a team has really had a great tradition. They've gone deep into the playoffs the last couple of years. They're a younger team this year, but, boy, they're getting better. They've picked up some big wins lately. So you all really played a pretty good team, a very competitive game, it sounds like. Yes, and they uh, they definitely have been uh, getting better each and every week. And, uh, you know, I have a ton of respect for uh, their coach and Coach Brad Draley. Uh, he was my uh, my high school quarterback coach for three years. When wow, I was great. So uh, it was kind of neat to, uh, you know, coach against him tonight. But, uh, you know, he's had a great career as a head coach and, and won a few state titles. And so, um, you know, to see him and then uh, coach against him tonight was fun. But then he's done a tremendous job there in his first year. Andy, any of your players, your Wellington Tigers, that you'd like to talk about? 
Well, you know, really, we, you know, all of them did as, as good as we could tonight. You know, we've, we're still trying to find a way to get back in shape a little bit as well. And, um, you know, uh, we were kind of banged up, too, like I said. Um, you know, we, we were have a, a player that was still coming off of uh, COVID protocol. And then uh, we had a lineman that uh, tweaked his knee, um, you know, missed, uh, yes, basically Wednesday in practice. So he wasn't kind of 100%. We lost another lineman in the game tonight. Uh, we had another fullback and linebacker that has been sick all week, too. So, um, you know, we, like I said, we... Uh, we were a little thin, and so, uh, you know, our kids, like I said, really never got off the field tonight, and so I was really proud of their effort, though. I mean, you know, coming off of two weeks of not playing and um, having to jump right back into it, I was really proud of their effort um, and their heart that they showed in that. And so, um, you know, we knew we were going to be a little rusty coming back, and so that definitely showed tonight. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can get back to a normal routine next week uh, heading into our last game and then get things really back to where they were before we uh, had this happen to us. And, and that would be great heading into districts especially because we, we definitely want to try to be peaking at the right time, and that time is here. So we've got to find a way next week to really get after it and make some things work. Doesn't get any easier. You head to Adrian next week. they got a good ball club, so that'll be a, another tough test for your Tigers. Yes, they are extremely good. Um, we've, we've seen them on film and uh, in person one time, and um, you know they've got a great team, very physical team, uh, very experienced team, and so uh, we will definitely have our hands full. But you know, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in um, you know playing this tough competition uh, late in the year, heading into this district. I think it's just something you can really build off of and learn from uh, going into those times, and so. Um, you know, having a tough opponent like Adrian, you know, at this time of the season, I think it was definitely something uh, we will be able to build off of, you know, win or lose. And so um, playing that type of competition right now when it really matters is, is a good test for your team so you can kind of figure out what you need to do heading into two weeks here when it really, really does matter. Andy, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I hope you'll forgive me for calling you Danny Caps. <laughs> That's what I, I knew I was on hold, and so I, you probably got a hundred buttons. You got to yeah, buy. we got buttons everywhere here. I say, hey, 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 thanks a lot. Thanks for the call, and give us a buzz next week after that game with Adrian. Andy. All right, thanks a lot, Okay, Andy, thank you. That's Andy Hampton, head coach of the Wellington Napoleon Tigers. Well, tonight it was North Callaway beating Mark Twain 47-12, and right now on line one we've got uh, Carl Asbury, head coach of Mark Twain. Hey, Carl, always appreciate the call. Hey, North Callaway, they're good year in, year out, and sounds like they're pretty good again this year. Uh, yeah, but uh, it didn't help that we gave them uh, we gave them some scores that we shouldn't have. They, uh, they had a block one for a touchdown, uh, intercepts return for a touchdown, and and then we had some miscommunication on the pass right before half. They allowed them no touchdown. So, you know, you take those 21 points off the board, and it's a lot closer. It's 26 to 12 rather than, uh, you know, 47 to 12. So, uh, we didn't play very well either, but I do get, you know, North Cali is a very good team, and we, we just you can't give good teams points or chances like that uh, consistently, and, uh, and that's what happened. But I do, uh, we did play, you know, decently. We did move the ball quite a bit and, and uh, got inside the 30 about, I think, six times and scored twice. So uh, we just got to make sure we can finish those drives rather than come up short on the other four. But, uh, you know, you, again, with the mistakes we had there to give us so many points, uh, can have, and we look forward to not having those next week and being playing better. Well, you say you had six drives, pretty good offensive night, it sounds like. You score twice. Talk about those two scoring drives. 
Well, again, we, we, we saw ourselves up with some pretty good uh, kickoff returns. Uh, we got about the 40 or the 50, you know, a few times. So we, we still set up pretty good still position, just be able to drive inside the 30. And we did it, I think, six times. And so one of the touchdowns was uh, about midway or later on in the second quarter. We got a pass from Evan Torrance to Lakota Preston, uh, who just joined us this, uh, this week. Uh, because he had a, a, knee, a knee surgery over the summer, so he was finally healthy and ready to play. And we found him in the back of the end zone for a first touchdown. And then uh, our last touchdown was in the uh, fourth quarter, and uh, Peyton Hawkins found Connor Eckler in the end zone for that one. So I guess our passing game came around a little bit, but we did have that interception return for a touchdown. So uh, it was kind of a mixed bag with our passing game. But, again, I like how we kept fighting and kept battling, even though we, we kind of gave them some points. Any of your other kids? Uh, that you'd like to mention, Carl? Um, I mean, the, nobody really stood out or anything like that. Our senior Evan Torrance, who, who didn't play last week, came back and played this week. I thought he did a, you know, a pretty good job. Um, and just there's some things that we need to, to, to keep working on and keep fixing uh, to get you know get ready for the, the next couple of weeks. And so uh, we just that's what I told the kids that we, you know let's put this one behind us. We didn't play the best, but. Uh, we got we got some games in front of us that we can uh, compete in and and, and and hopefully win and, and let's battle for that district district play. Well, you got one more regular season game left. You're uh, two and four in conference play right now, kind of right in the middle of the pack. And next week you play a new team in the conference. I think Louisiana. They come to your place, don't they? Yeah, they. Uh, we did play them in a non-conference game last year, and yes, they're new to our conference this year. And um, so yeah, they will be you know be interesting there. They're also in our district, so. Uh, it would be good to, uh, you know, take them out. Not to not play them again this week, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. We got to play. We got to play better than tonight. We got to play like the last few weeks we were playing, and, and then you know, go from there. Hey, big game for your alma mater tomorrow. The Missouri Valley Vikings play Central Methodist. That's always a rivalry game. So I know you're an old Viking, so that's probably a, a game you remember. Oh yeah, that was, those are good games too, and. Uh, I'm glad they're getting they're getting play too. So that's uh, you know, with all this stuff that's going around, I'm glad that the you know college, high school pros are all getting to play and, and have some normalcy. Thanks a lot, Carl. Always enjoy the visit. Give us a call next week after that Louisiana game, and then we'll talk a little bit about your district coming up the following week. But always enjoy chatting with you, and we'll we'll talk again. All right, thanks again. Thanks guys for having us. Okay, Mark, Herb, Carl. We'll see you uh, see Mark Twain next week, and uh, thanks again for the call. Okay, that's Carl Asbury, head coach of the Mark Twain Ball Club. Uh, they fall tonight to North Callaway by a score of 47-12. to uh, Donnie, I don't think we have anybody else on the line. Let's take a timeout. Back with more in the fifth quarter right after this. We're for the state of Missouri. We're for trout fishing, barbecuing, underarching, fountain swimming, road tripping, and show me saying. We're for people who would live here, people who won't, people who farm, and for people who don't. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. And if you're a Missourian, we're for you. For all your automotive sales and service needs, Remember Swafford's Ford in Richmond. Call or text 816-776-2288. Visit SwaffordsFord.com to shop online and schedule service. Located at Highways 10 and 13 in Richmond, SwaffordsFord.com. Sharona here from the Woodshed in Carrollton. In addition to having the best pricing on all your lumber and hardware needs, we are expanding our rental fleet. Introducing Woodshed Outdoor Power and Rental. Just across the street from our home center. That's right, kids. Rental from track loaders to mini excavators, man lifts to power tools. Don't forget about Gravely. That's right. We are your official Gravely lawnmower dealer. That's delicious. 
it. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another, generation after generation. Providing professional service based on trust, integrity, and financial accuracy. Because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. It's why we're here. Carroll County Trust Company. 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. Since 1981, Sally's Propane has delivered propane for residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural use. Family-owned, they're committed to customer satisfaction. As we head into cooler weather, check the fuel gauge on your tank. If it reached 20% or less, go online or call 816-690-4928 for delivery. Sally's Propane. Z Highway in Bates City. Hey folks, Michael from Midwest Customs in Carrollton. Are you needing to get hitched? You're in luck. We offer all kinds of hitches. Gooseneck hitches, fifth wheel hitches, bumper hitches. Oh, hold up. Stop. Yep, you're going to need stopping power. Got you covered there too. Trailer plug wiring, trailer brake controllers. We even work on trailers. Midwest Customs in Carrollton. We'll get you hitched. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You've probably heard that West Central Electric is a touchstone energy cooperative, but do you really know what that means? It means that they are part of a nationwide alliance of member-owned, not-for-profit organizations. They deliver your energy at the cost of service. They're democratic in action, and they're committed to enhancing life in our local communities. West Central Electric, a touchstone energy cooperative. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Okay, Miles, thank you very much. Well, folks, uh, let's look at some scores. Look at some scores here tonight in the MRVC West. Warrensburg beats Clinton 69-7. Odessa 47-0 over Excelsior Springs. Pleasant Hill beats Kansas City Center 28-21. MRVC East, Richmond knocks off Knob Noster 42-0. Carrollton wins. They beat Holden 42-14. And a good game between two teams right near the top of the conference. The Lexington Minutemen jump out early, and they hold on to beat Higginsville 36-25. And right now we've got Steve Cook on the line. And Steve, you knew this was going to be a tough battle tonight. Sounds like your guys got down early, but really battled back near the end of the game. Yeah, you know, we we uh, definitely did that at the end of the ball game. The emotions got back in check, and, you know, we, we took one on the chin tonight. You know, Lexington, uh, hats off to Coach Kogan and, and his staff. The guys were, were – his team played a very clean football game. They were fired up and came out and played tough. Um, our kids, after getting down 16-0, we're able to execute a pretty good little two-minute drill. Get down deep in the red zone. I believe Kaiser Vega kicked a Gan Vega kicked a 17-yard field goal to to make it six to three as or 16 to three as time expired in the first half. Um, they came out and punched a couple more in on us at one time. I believe it was 30 to three, and you know nearly lights out. And, and the the boys made a couple plays. I have no no stats or numbers or anything in front of me, but. Uh, you know, we made some plays, uh, executed a, an onside kick, got a turnover on downs, scored a touchdown off of both of those. You know, and the next thing you know, it's a two-point conversion, and the, the ball game's back to 11 with the opportunity to line up, kick another onside kick. And, uh, you know, so it got it got real uh, animated there late, you know, with, with hopes of a, a, a big comeback that, that, that weren't able to come through, you know, and it was – it was getting to be where it was going to be a stretch there, but just very proud of our boys being resilient and 
and never given up, you know, and they, they played tough throughout the, the end of the ballgame. Well, that's a credit to you and your coaching staff as well as your kids, Steve, because, you know, down 30-3, to three, like you said, and I know uh, down 36-10 to 10 at one time, it had been easy to throw in the towel. You're on the road against a good ball club, and your kids kept scrapping, and you, you mentioned it, but you got to be proud of that. Yeah, we are. We are, Joe, and, and you know, it's something that, you know, it's, uh, you know, as we as we look towards next week, you know, we, you know, we've got a lot of things that, that uh, were shown tonight that we've got to we've got to get better at. You know, in all phases of the all phases of the game. You know, we've we had some errors in, in all three phases of the game, and uh, you know, a good football season. You know, throughout uh, to this point, we've played a couple of clean football games before, and you know, Lexington. Uh, you know, the, their aggressive style of play and things really forced forced some things to to show that we need to clean up and and work real hard at this weekend practice and. And that's going to be our goal and try to have a one and no mentality, uh, you know, this week as we prepare for Carrollton. Well, you and the men and men could end up playing each other again. You're in District 8, Class 2, and I know you're thinking about your game left with Carrollton. But just real quickly, looking ahead to that district, you got St. Pius, who's been leading that Midland Empire Conference. You and Lexington and then Lawson's won five games in a row. So that's going to be a tough district, isn't it? It is, you know, and that's something we, uh, you know, that's something we addressed in the locker room, you know, we We've been told countless times over the last week or two about, you know, how we'll play Lexington twice, we'll play Lexington twice. I said the only thing we're guaranteed is to play Carrollton next week. And with the way this year's going, that's not even guaranteed. So all we're going to do is focus on Carrollton improving and not even think about that until until they schedule the game. Well, you're, you're right about Carrollton. They're getting better. They gave Lexington a whale of a battle last week and got a nice win over Holden. So you come down here next week, and that'll be a should be a good MRVC East game to wrap up the regular season. For sure, you know. And then we're gonna we're gonna try to to clean up some stuff and give it a good effort. And we appreciate all your coverage, Joe. Thank you, Steve. Good effort tonight. I know you come up short, but your kids battled all the way. And give us a buzz after that Carrollton game next week. We'll talk Husker football again. Will will do. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate okay. you. We'll Bye-bye. see you, Steve. Thanks. All right, that's Steve. That's Steve Cook, head coach of the Higginsville Huskers, and now we've got Coach Tim Rulo, the Chillicothe Hornets, on the line, and the Hornets tonight playing at home a new foe, I think, for Chillicothe, Kansas City East, and Chillicothe comes away with a nice thirty-three to fourteen win. And hey, Tim, congratulations on the win, and sounds like your guys got it done tonight on both ends of the ball. I mean, guys, it was, um, it was, you know, just happy for the guys, right? We haven't. This is our first one of the season, and, you know, it's week eight, and you, you don't always want to have a, your first one be week eight, but to proud of our guys for their willingness to stick, stick with us this year and battle through adversity and a unique season. And, again, glad for our boys and our seniors, especially coming away with the win over in the East. Well, talk about you scored 33 points tonight. How would you get it done on offense, Tim? Uh, you know, again, just uh, right, you know, traditional great Chillicothe football. We were physical up front. We were able to run the ball in. Um, no, uh, gosh, we had uh, one, two, three, four, four different guys scored uh, for us. R- running football, Demarcus Kilo, Tucker Wagers, um, our, I think it might have been Max Wagers, sorry, Dan Hole, Tucker, and then Gage Lamer. So maybe five different guys scored. So, again, it just was uh, just great to just see different guys being able to, to take care of business tonight. We were able to run the football. I think had about 400 yards uh, of offense. So, uh, again, just a fun night, but again, really happy again for our seniors. It was supposed to be senior night, but with COVID and everything, we had uh, kind of senior night week one, but we still try to honor those guys and uh, let them have a senior series to start the game, and, and they responded well by driving down and scoring, and uh, 
then we just were able to keep capitalizing from there. And again, hats off to our defense as well for uh, playing a great game, kind of let them score. Some scores late, but uh, again, we're having to shut off for most of the night. Tim, you had a great year last year. The Hornets really a good ball club. I know you graduated a lot of very talented seniors, so you got a relatively young team this year, but sounds like your guys are battling and getting better every week. No, oh, yes, 100%. And, and again, you're, you're right. Uh, you know, and, and we do, we, we feel, uh, you know, very excited about, about our, our, our ball club. Even, even this year, we feel like we've gotten so much better and our guys have continued to improve their, the resiliency they've shown to continue to keep coming in and bringing their lunch pails each week has been great. And, and again, just finally to get, uh, get that win, you know, the monkey off the back, whatever you want to call it, is just so good. Because I think there's just so much more meat left on the bone for this season for these guys. And, again, I think, uh, you know, just excited to come back and coach them next week now with a little momentum as we uh, try to finish up the season well. And, uh, you know, Lord willing, still battle to, uh, you know, maybe get uh, a home playoff game. Any of your other players, you've mentioned several already, Tim. Anybody else you'd like to mention you thought played exceptionally well tonight? You know, I'm really happy again with some of our, uh, our well, all of our offensive linemen. One couple of our, our guys I was super impressed with to play both offensive and defense, like a Trey Tipton, did a great job for us tonight. He's just battled so well. Sometimes he's a little undersized, but he's just been, again, so impressed by his just growth and development this year, both as an offensive and defensive lineman. Uh, you know, it's another guy's on defense. Uh, Cameron Fleener is another one who did a great job for us. Uh, young Corbin Rodenberg uh, played very well from his linebacker spot. He even got some carries tonight on offense. He ran the ball really well. So, again, you know, just one of those games where we were able to get a lot of guys uh, some touches and some playing time, and they responded really well. And, uh, again, you know, now I just want to be able to get take, take this and build on it for next week. Well, one conference game left. You go to St. Joe, you play Benton next week, and uh, it'd be good to get two in a row, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, let, you know, again, Ben Ben's always a battle. It's always a challenge, especially going there. And so, again, we got to just continue to improve. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll take every win we can get. Tim, appreciate the call, and you're on the road next week. Give us a call on that bus ride back from St. Joe. And always enjoy talking to Chillicothe Hornet football. A nice win tonight, and we'll we'll see you next week. All right, thanks so much. Okay, Tim. That's Tim Rulo, head coach of the Chillicothe Hornets. They get a nice win tonight as they beat Kansas City East. And the final score there, 33-14. to 14. So congratulations to Coach Rulo. Let's take a real quick timeout. Back with more right after this. The Bank of Odessa is community committed. Their goal is for every person who enters the bank to be better off financially for having made the choice to bank with them. For personal or business banking, savings and loans, a personal banker will find the financial solution to fit your lifestyle. Bank of Odessa, Lafayette County's leading bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. Everyone knows if you've been in a collision, you go to Withrow's Body Shop in Odessa. Withrow's is well known for their quality restoration, glass replacement, custom paint, and collision repair. But do you know they're also a full-service mechanical repair shop? Need new tires or a new transmission? Is that pesky engine light on or simply need an inspection? Withrow's can provide it all, and the experienced technicians will get your vehicle back on the road. Your car will look and run like new. Withrow's Body Shop and Mechanical Repair in Odessa, a family tradition since 1939. 
When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Since 1904, Preferred Bank has persisted in building a reputation for service and product innovation and takes great pride in continuing to be an independent community bank. With five locations or online at mypfbank.com. They look forward to serving you. Preferred bank, big enough to help and yet small enough to care. Member FDIC. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. TDR Auto Plaza is changing the way used cars are sold. They take pride in listening to each and every customer's needs. See for yourself by stopping by their showroom at I-35 Kearney or visit them on the web at TDRAutoPlaza.com. TDR Auto Plaza, proud supporter of youth sports. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. Well, tonight in the Lewis and Clark Conference, Fayette beat Salisbury 63-12. It was Harrisburg 22-6 winners over Scotland County. In the battle of two undefeated conference teams, Marceline tops Westrand 45-6. Non-conference play, Clopton whips Paris 29-14. A uh, nice win for Chillicothe tonight. They beat Kansas City East 33-14 out of the Midland Empire Conference non-conference game. KCI, a nice win for the Lawson Cardinals. They beat uh, East Buchanan 13-12 in a squeaker. Lathrop knocks off North Platte 43-27. It was a 63-7 win mid-Buchanan over Atchison County. And it was Hamilton, Penny of Hamilton, beating West Platte 49-14. And speaking of, speaking of the devil, speaking of the Lawson Cardinals, they get a nice win tonight. They beat East Buchanan 13-12. And right now on line one, line one, we've got Caleb Crawford, the offensive coordinator of Lawson. And Caleb, can you hear me okay? I sure can, Joe. Sound like you got some excited kids in the background, maybe. <laughs> I, think, I think that's coaches, actually. That's coaches. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. hey, the kids you can control. The coaches, there's no no, no chance, is there? Yeah, lost cause there, for sure. Hey, nice win tonight. Sounds like a defensive struggle. 6-6 six to six at halftime with East Buchanan, and you pull it out 13-12. to 12. And let's talk, first of all, about the end of the game. Did you score first? Did you score last? How'd that go in that second half? We scored last. It was... Um it was kind of an interesting situation for us. Uh, if I had uh, told you we would have thrown the ball 20 times in the game, I said we'd kind of been in trouble. But we did in this one, and we were able to hit on a few of them uh, when we needed to at the end. And uh, we ended up throwing a game-winning touchdown about, oh, gosh, I can't even tell you, probably about 20 yards uh, into the middle of the end zone. And a uh, kid held on to it, senior Kyle Sizemore, and it ended up being the decisive uh, touchdown. We, we got a penalty on that final drive when um, – a young man kind of forgot where he was and got a little excessive celebration. <laughs> and, uh, so we moved the extra point back uh, to the 18-yard line, uh, and we were tied at that point, 12-12. to 12, uh, And uh, Xander Mayville, our senior kicker, hit a 35-yard uh, extra point to win the ballgame. Should have given you three for that as long as that was. Oh, it's, my gosh, yeah. yes. Well, it hey, took years off the life. Hey, that's five wins in a row for you guys. You start out the year by losing your first two, and you've reeled out five straight. So you got to feel pretty good about the way your team's playing at the, the critical time of the year. Well, we've, we've kind of 
come into our identity. We, we still have to clean up penalties. Um, we had one turnover in this game, uh, which is a lot better than last week. And it was on a, a, uh, an attempt at the end of the game where we are just trying to push the ball downfield. Um, we were down, it was 6-6 six to six at halftime because both teams uh, missed the extra point. Um, and so then we came out in, uh, in the second half and went down on a great drive. East Buck's a great team, and they're well coached, and they just play so hard. And, and our defense uh, gave up a touchdown there, but, you know, our kids really believe in it's the war, not, you know, not the play. And so they kept on fighting. And, um, yeah, we, we ended up pushing the ball down the field, a few passes, a few, a few runs here and there, and we were able to, to secure the victory. Who stood out for the cards tonight? Uh, well, I mean, I have to take my hat off to our uh, our senior nose guard, James Sendrich. Uh, the kid just has a motor like, like well, no no one that I've ever coached has had a better motor. I've had some that have had the same, but nobody's had a better motor. And he's he's just a tough kid to block. Uh, a lot of people in our conference know that kid's name. And just a real good player. But Xander Mayville on defensive and offensive line as well played really well. i got to give it to our senior quarterback, Grant Thomas. Um, struggled a little bit on, on some passing stuff, but man, did when it came time to answer the bell call, he, he did a great job through the game-winning touchdown. Well, you can wrap up second place in the conference, at least second place. If you can get a win next week, you play another tough game. You go to Hamilton to take on Penny, but like I say, you guys won five in a row, so that, that'll be a good ball game, won't it? Well, it, it always is. You know, Penny's just such a great community and a great group of kids and great group of coaches. And it's always uh, it's always tough to go there and play, no matter who you are. And, and we've had some really good teams that have gone in there and lost in the past. And we know that it's, we're going to have our hands full. And, and we look forward to getting started on them. Um, can't say enough about the good job they do over there, getting their kids ready to play every year. And, and so we, we look forward to getting ready and, and hopefully showing up and, and playing uh, as tough as we've played these last few weeks. Caleb, I want to send another congratulations to your head coach, Todd Dunn. I know Todd picked up his 200th career win last week. Had him on my high school highlights program this year, and I did my best to make a star out of him. So had him on this week. So tell, tell him I, I was promoting him pretty heavy there. Well, and he, he deserves everything he gets, but he doesn't, he doesn't accept any of it. You know, Todd, he's, he's very humble, and he's a gracious person, and, and he leads us all by example. And I, I just hope someday to be – you know, as, as good a leader as he is. Hey, you're heading in the right direction. Always enjoy the visit with you, Caleb, my friend. And, hey, take care. Tell the family hi, and we'll talk next week after that uh, game with Penny. Will do, Joe. Thank you. Okay, we'll see you, Caleb. All right, that's Caleb Crawford, the offensive coordinator for Lawson. Again, they win their fifth in a row. They beat East Buck tonight, 13-12. to Well, how about the North, uh, the Southwest Livingston Wildcats? They're 7-1 uh, and one right now. They go on the road tonight, beat Northwest Nottaway, 76-26. to And a few minutes ago, Travis Zoll had a chance to talk it over with uh, Southwest head coach Orrin Magruder. Join us now on the Carolina Fifth Quarter Show is coach Orrin Magruder of the Southwest Livingston Wildcats, one of eight-man football's best team. They traveled north tonight to Burlington Junction, Missouri. Uh, I don't know where that's at, and many of our listeners don't either, but they played north through west Nottaway in a uh, 275 conference game. Come out with a big 76-26 win. Coach, congratulations. Short week of practice for you. Took care of business tonight. Yes, but, uh, you know, we had a very physical game on Saturday, and so kind of get two days rest because we're so late in the season. The kids need the rest, so. Uh, you know, I don't have Sunday and Monday off, and then we got back after Tuesday and uh, make for a short week. And at times, you don't feel like you know you get enough preparation with one day off. But uh, I thought the kids just as well. We came out and uh, a little sluggish first, turned the ball over a bunch, and 
you know, uh, I think it was maybe eight to six after the first quarter, but then uh, I think we're up by, you know, over 30 at halftime. So we kind of woke up in the second quarter, started figuring things out, started tackling, and uh, started holding on to football. Coach, one of the, one of the things about your team you know, that I've noticed in the couple games I've been to, you guys are very explosive even, you know, at your homecoming. It was seemed like a pretty tight game early on. Next thing you look up, you guys have put four or five touchdowns on the board. Uh, I think that has to do with your ability to spread the ball around, and that starts with your quarterback, Wes Hughes. Yeah, Wes does a great job uh, distributing the ball to our playmakers, you know, and then uh, a lot of teams, they're coming out on a two-down front, and they're playing way off now, so uh, he does a great job at you know, running the football, too, when we need him to. Him and Patrick both had huge games running the football. And then uh, once they kind of walked down into their three-man front, brought people more into the box, you know, uh, then we started, you know, hitting the bombs through the air. And Ethan Hare had a huge game. And, uh, you know, really was able to just kind of spread it out. Uh, Chase Neptune, unfortunately, is kind of dealing with a little nagging injury, so he didn't play much tonight. So, uh Really had some other guys step up. Will Hughes, Hunter Tolliver, they all played a little receiver tonight. Mark kind of played in a swap position. So uh, just, you know, able to distribute the ball to different guys and get different guy touchdowns, you know, it's always nice. Uh, it makes everybody else feel more involved. You know, Coach, you guys are kind of like the uh, 19, I don't know what year it was, maybe 19 or 2002 uh St. Louis Rams a little bit, greatest show on turf sometimes, but you do have a lot of physical kids up front. You talked a little bit about Patrick Warren uh, at the running back position, but, um, you know, you got some guys on the offense, some defensive line that really get after it. Uh, talk about those guys a little bit. Uh, that's what Jaden Sears had a well of a ball game tonight. You know, he just, uh, he can bring it. You know, he's very athletic. He's fast enough. He could play receiver or whatever. You know, the plan was moving a quarterback for uh, West moved in, and you know he's he's fast. So, you know he's 210 pounds, and he runs probably 4940. So I mean he can move, and uh, he just he brings the wood. And he he had several huge hits tonight. Uh, then you got uh, Owen Ace, who's really good at his job. You know he likes to we like to run that trap with him a lot. I think he loves just getting to hit people. You know so uh, then Morgan Anderson's another one big, you know big guy for us, and he does a great job at the end spot. And, uh, really holds down his side of the field and contains really well and, you know, forces everything back in the middle with Patrick. And uh, I thought, you know, those guys played really well tonight. Coach, and you and I have talked a lot in person off the air. Uh, your schedule's been really front-loaded this year. You played three really good teams early on. You played a physical Jasper team uh, last week. So your strength of schedule uh, was really tough the, the first few weeks, but I, I think that maybe has led to some of your, your nagging injuries that you've had. Next week, you guys go on the road. You play a, a physical King City team. Talk about that game a little bit. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you know, North, Northwest Nottoway, their schedule doesn't show, or the record doesn't show it, but uh, they're a really physical team. they got a good uh, quarterback, tailback, got some guys that'll hit. Um, you know, they're very physical, so it'll be three straight really physical games in a row. And, uh, we got a you know, get as healthy as we can at this point in the year and uh, be prepared for, you know, a downhill pounding attack in King City. And uh, they got their quarterback back last week, so now they can tear it out a little bit, they, you know, when they choose to. So our guys got to be prepared to, you know, once again strap it up, be prepared for a physical football game. And and on stake is probably a first-round buy in districts. Am I right? Yeah, if we win, we, uh, we clinch the first-round buy and, uh, 
you know, one of the things I've told the boys, I said, you know, your destiny is in your hands right now. I said, uh, you know, I prefer it that way. I always want it in my hands, you know. And so uh, you win, you get a buy. You, you lose and you leave it up to, you know, how the points work out. So uh, we really need to be focused on this week and not worrying about anything else down the road. You know, King City's a handful. And so uh, we need to give them our full attention. Okay, that's uh, Orrin Magruder, head coach of the Southwest Livingston Wildcats. They get a nice win tonight, move their record to 7-1 on the year. The team took second in the state last year. It looks like they're making another nice run so far this year, so we'll see what happens here down the stretch. But Coach Magruder does a great job. Well, how about the Santa Fe Chiefs? The Chiefs get their first win tonight. They knock off Bramer 48-20, to and a few minutes ago, Travis Zoll had a chance to talk it over with uh, a very happy Santa Fe head coach, Danny Capps. Joining us now on the fifth course show is Coach Danny Caps of the Santa Fe Chiefs. Santa Fe hosted the Bramer Bobcats tonight in Alma. Pretty close game in the first half, 24-14 Santa Fe at half. Santa Fe comes out with a big 48-20 win. First win on the season for the Chiefs. Uh, first win for Coach Caps uh, in his head coaching career. Congratulations on that, Cap, Coach. Uh, but probably, you know, you got to be really happy for the kids. Yeah, absolutely. That's the number one. You know, um, I've been on the sideline for wins before, I guess not as head coach, but until tonight. But, you know, that was the main thing is I just wanted uh, our kids to to have smiles on their faces and us to celebrate uh, now at the 40-yard line in our home field with it being an 80-yard field. But, um you know, they played so hard tonight, and Bramer's a, a better team than their record would indicate. Uh, they've got some tough kids on there, uh, especially number 21. He was just a handful all night, uh, but just really happy for our kids to get this win. Yeah, and, and Coach, I, I talked to Coach Douglas a little bit earlier. It sounded like turnovers were kind of the story in the first half. Uh, and then uh, in the second half, you guys pulled away. Uh, talk about the lead you jumped out to, and then talk about how you pulled away in the second half. Yeah, I would say the turnovers definitely had a lot to do with it. Um, we weren't just stopping. You know, we were uh, taking advantage of them putting the ball on the ground a little bit. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you heard about this too, but we had a D-line touchdown earlier on in the game. Uh, Lloyd Wallace took the ball away from them, ran it all the way back. It was about a 60-yard touchdown um, from one of our D-linemen. So, you know, we played really, really good defense tonight. And hats off to Coach Jordan Sleater, our uh, defensive coordinator. And, you know, I mean, it was just an awesome win from the perspective of, of playing great defense. Well, I, I, I believe I still have Loy's uh, mother's <laughs> phone number in my phone from coaching him when he was a seventh grader, and she was picking him up to give him a ride. So uh, I will be sure to uh, tell, tell them congratulations. That's awesome. You know, next yeah. week you guys, you guys host a physical Jasper team. Um, you know, I think their record's around 500, but, uh, you know, they played some tough opponents, and, um, from everything I hear, they're they're a very physical team. They like to run the ball. They have a big quarterback. Yep, that's what we've heard tonight. Um, you know, the Bramer coaching staff was talking to us about them, and uh, we've 
we have a couple of their films here and there already, uh, and that's what we've seen. You know, we've played some tough opponents, too. We're just going to prepare the absolute best that we can and uh, see if we can go out and have another successful night like we did tonight. That's Danny Capps, head coach of Santa Fe, talking with Travis. And again, Santa Fe, the Chiefs get their first win in eight-man football tonight. They win it 48-20 to at home over Bremer and uh, next week play Jasper. So, uh, Danny, appreciate the call. Congratulations on the nice win. Running a few more scores right here in the Midland Empire. A big conference game. Maryville knocks off Savannah 39-17. That's the first loss for the Savages. St. Pius remains unbeaten. They have to score late to beat St. Joe Lafayette 16-14. So, right down that conference, Pius is a perfect 5-0. and uh, Maryville and Savannah both 3-1 and in conference play. So, uh, a lot uh, still still goes. I will see who plays who next week. Cameron gets another nice win. We're going to talk to one of the assistant Cameron coaches here in just a minute. Cameron goes on the road, shuts out St. Joe Benton, 42 to nothing. Cameron's 5-3 and three right now, one of the better seasons that Coach Jeff Wallace's bunch has had for quite a while. They're 3-3 three and three in conference play, 5-3 and three overall. And you heard from Tim Rulo a few minutes ago, Chillicothe in non-conference play at home, maybe Kansas City East, 33-14. Down in the KCI, again, talked with Caleb Crawford. Nice win for the Lawson Carl. They slip by East Buchanan. Defensive struggle, 13 to 12. Lathrop puts 43 on the board. They beat North Platte, 43-27. Uh, Mid Buchanan just keeps rolling right along. They beat Atchison County tonight. They were supposed to play Plattsburgh, but instead play Atchison County, and they win at 63 to 7. And Penny of Hamilton beats West Platte, 49-14. So looking at the landscape in the KCI, Mid Buchanan leads it at 6 and 0. Lawson is 5 and 1. East Buchanan 3 and 2. So again, Lawson next week plays they play um, penny of hamilton so we'll see east buchanan in the driver's seat they they beaten both lawson and east buchanan so they're in the driver's seat we'll check and see who they play next week and finally down in the uh clarence cannon conference brookfield bulldogs they pick up their third win of the year they go on the road tonight they beat highland 32 to 14 Centralia knocks off Macon 34-18. Centralia now a perfect 4-0 in conference play, tied with Palmyra at the top of the pack. Uh, Monroe City was supposed to play Clark County tonight. Instead, they end up playing Herman, and Monroe City beats Herman by the score of 52-32. Well, again, you just heard from Coach Danny Capps as the Chiefs win. They beat Bramer tonight 48-20. Now let's get the other side of the story as Travis talked with the Bramer head coach, Zach Douglas. Join us now on the fifth quarter show is Bramer Bobcat coach Zach Douglas. Uh, the Bobcats went south tonight across the river uh, to Santa Fe, came out uh, on the losing end of the night, Santa Fe 48, Bramer 20. Coach Douglas, you've been a loyal, call, loyal caller this year. Thanks for calling. Pretty tight game at half. Talk about the, ga- talk about the game a little bit. So we, we struggled there at the very beginning. Uh, first quarter, I think they had ended up scoring their 24 points. And then uh, we kind of came back and, and Got our got our groove with you know Parker Shue. You know he ran one for 40 for a touchdown, and then ran one for 35 for a touchdown, and then then we kind of stalled out a little bit after that. And coach, but you know you guys came back in the second quarter, uh, scored a couple touchdowns. You got to be really happy about how your kids bounce back. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know there's 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 no quit in our kids, and that's what we we like seeing. You know, starting over with with two new coaches, with me and Coach Pate Croy. Uh, this is our first time ever coaching eight man football, and, and getting uh, getting to know these kids. You know, it's week seven, but we we can't can't ask for any more than what they're giving us. You know. Yeah, and Coach, you know, uh, you talked about Parker Shue a little bit. Um, you guys had some injuries a couple weeks ago uh, against. 
uh, Jasper, I believe it was. Uh, did you have, you know, were you guys at full strength tonight? Uh, and talk about some of the kids that played well. No, we weren't at full strength. We're still missing Jake Henry, our starting quarterback, and uh, Wyatt and Kate, our starting tailback. Uh, they're out. But Parker is back. Um, another kid that steps up for us, you know, when, when last week when we played, uh, Ethan Weber had a really big game. He had another one this week. He had, you know, one TD. He only had 65 total yards, but his, his touchdown was for 58 yards. Carson Brame is stepping up a little bit on offense for us, finally getting the passing game back going again. Uh, Griffin Houston, our freshman freshman quarterback, is, is really picking it up pretty well. Uh, but on defense, you know, I mean, our guys are stepping up hardcore. Like Ben Jordan had 10 tackles tonight. Uh, Braden Allred, our defensive tackle, had seven. Files playing defense. He had another seven. Um, Jaden Lewis had an interception. Um, Ethan Weber had a fumble recovery. Carson uh, Brame had an interception too. So I mean, we're we're doing everything that we can to stick with it. But you know, like on offense, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six fumbles tonight. So I mean, we and we fumbled probably four of those on our own. 15, 20 yard line, so it's kind of, and our defense stepped up, but just couldn't hold them out there a couple times. Yeah, coach, you know, turnovers a lot of times, uh, huge difference in game in, in games. Uh, next week, you have a tough test. You face North Shelby. Talk a little bit about your prep for that, uh, and talk about your mindset uh, for the rest of the year. So, you know, our mindset the rest of the year, like we told our seniors tonight, they've got eight quarters left to play. Uh, we've just got to make sure that we take care of the ball and, and give 100% effort, make sure that we give it all on the field for the next two weeks. Um, a lot of heart is expected to come out of our kids this next week, you know, playing North Shelby, uh, a big, tough team. But, you know, if we if we do what we need to do and, and take care of the ball, uh, we should be just fine. Okay, that's Zach Douglas, head coach of the Bramer Bobcats. Zach, always appreciate you giving us a call and tough loss tonight, but uh, Zach always calls us win, lose, or draw, and we certainly appreciate that. Now, looking at some more scores up in the NCMC, congratulations to the Mobley Spartans. They win the conference tonight. They beat Mexico at home 28-21, so Mobley winds up 4-0 in conference play, 7-1 overall, so the Spartans having a great year this year under coach Cody McDowell. Again, they beat Mexico 28-21. It was uh, Hannibal bouncing back from their loss to Mobley last week. They beat Marshall tonight in Marshall 48-14, and it was Kirksville shutting out Fulton 33-0. So it looks like Mobley, again, wins the conference at 4-0. Uh, Hannibal is 4-1 uh, in conference play. Mexico falls to 3-2 and with their loss tonight. Uh, I think this is the last week of conference play in the NCMC. In the Tri-County Conference tonight, Blair Oaks takes a big step towards a conference championship. They go on the road, beat Southern Boone 42-21. to It was California. The Pintos keep rolling. They're 7-1. and No, they fall, excuse me, they fall tonight to Hallsville 50-21, to so they're 6-2. and uh, Hallsville moves their record to 5-3. and Hallsville beats California tonight in Hallsville 50-21, to and School of the Osage gets a nice 43-21 win over Versailles. Don't have a score yet on the Booneville L game. We're thinking they played tonight, but not 100% sure, but I'm sure if they did, Coach Greg Huff will call us as the night goes on. Uh, down in the West Central Conference, you heard from uh, Coach Andy Hampton, Wellington Napoleon Falls to Lincoln tonight, 14-7. Windsor, how about the Hounds? The Hounds are 8-0. They're 4-0 in West Central East play. They beat Tipton tonight by a score of 55-20, so they win that conference as they've beaten the other four teams in the 
uh, eastern part of that two-division conference. Windsor again wins tonight, 55-20 over Tipton. On the other side of the board, Adrian moves their conference record to 3-0. and They beat Midway 40-6. to They'll play Wellington Napoleon next week. Crestridge stays in the hunt. Crestridge is 3-1. and uh, They beat Lone Jack tonight, 52-6. to Well, again, tonight it was the Carrollton Trojans knocking off Holden by the score of 42-14. We heard from Scott Finley, head coach of the Trojans. Go now, let's hear the other side of the story from Holden head coach Jimmy Tucker. So we found it. You found us. KRLI Multiband. Band. Curly Country. Join us now on the fifth quarter show is Coach Jimmy Tucker of the Holden Eagles. Holden was at home tonight in, in an MRVC West game. Pretty tight game in the first half uh, against Carrollton. Carrollton led 22 to 7 and a half, or 22 to 7 and a half. Carrollton pulls away in the second half uh, for a 42 to 14 win. Coach Tucker. Tough loss tonight, uh, a game that I'm guessing you thought you could win, but seemed like turnovers uh, really bit the Eagles in the behind tonight. Yeah, we had five turnovers. Yeah, like, and like I said, it was really bad. Some of them were unforced. We went right through a receiver's hands, and uh, unfortunately for Danny tonight, he got some picks that he shouldn't have had. Uh, but the big, you know, the big turning point in the game was where they got uh, they got three of them. And they returned them inside the. Um, you know, we turned them inside the five-yard line. I think think one maybe they have scored on, and the other two, I know they were down like the two or the five, something like that. So that was the biggest difference in the game. Yeah, Coach. Um, but you, you, you know, you you did have some milestones tonight. You guys scored a couple touchdowns, uh, and you had over 300 yards on offense for the first time tonight. So obviously, you had some kids that played really well for the Eagles. A very young team. Talk about some of those kids, uh, and and talk about some of the things they did well tonight. Yeah, you know, James Richard on offense, he scored our first one tonight, another freshman stepping up. Uh, we had another sophomore, Josh Taylor, that we put in this week. He caught the ball and did some really good things. Um, and then, like I said, I thought our defense played much better. You know, again, they were put in a bad spot because we had the turnovers where they got the ball inside the five. And even then, you know, we I think they scored on third and fourth down a couple times. Our defense played better than they have all year. thought we tackled better. And, you know, Carrollton's offense is really good. So, um, you know, that's what's really frustrating. Our stat guy actually had us with 323 and then with 269, and to lose by 28 points is really weird. But, again, that's what turnovers do to you. But same token, you know, like I told our guys tonight, we did a lot of good things. You know, they're young kids and, and mistakes. Um, and, you know, they're not dropping the passes on purpose. It's just, it's just, it's a little frustrating, but same token, we, we're just going to have to be as positive as we can be because our kids did play really hard tonight. Yeah, coach, I I was talking to a coach earlier tonight. They're four and four on the year and they've outgained their opponents by a thousand yards. So, uh, you know, sometimes you, you do things well statistically, um, but, turnovers and and you know special teams and and things like that sometimes it just doesn't pan out uh and and you've got a young team and, and it seems like they have a really you know kind of a pretty good attitude um from from what you know our weekly conversations you know you you, you played a really tough schedule early you were off a week or two but um you got knob Noster next week talk about uh what you're what you're hoping to get out of them next week yeah, you know, hope we can get the same effort minus the turnovers. You know, really, hopefully, we can continue to play good defense. You know, and like I said, hopefully, our quarterback plays well again. I thought, you know, Danny, I thought that's the best game he's probably played all year. He missed a few, you know, but uh, I think, you know, for the most part, he was hurt by drops and especially on the turnover end. You know, and he had a, you know, one or two that was on him, but for the most part, he played really well. And like I said, I'm hoping our defense can continue to play well. Uh, we, we've just got to be more opportunistic 
opportunistic, so to speak. You know, like I said, people will get a bad snap or something on defense. We'll still give up a big play. Um, you know, just offensively, defensively, we're our own worst enemy sometimes. So we got to get better at that. But, but it is impressive. I was telling the coaches tonight. You know, I've coached really good teams and I've, I've coached some bad ones. And uh, you know, record-wise, this is the best attitude I've ever seen out of kids. You know, considering our record and what's been going on. You know, we just haven't scored much, and um, these guys still keep coming to work every day, and they still keep playing hard. So I mean. As a coach, as frustrating as it is, that's all you can ask for, you know, and uh, hopefully people are patient with us because we are getting better. We, we've gotten better the last three weeks, so I'm really proud of them for that because it, it shows a lot about their character. You know, they're still playing hard and still doing good things. Okay, that's Travis All talking to Coach Jimmy Tucker of Holden. Holden Falls tonight to Carrollton by a score of 42-14. Elsewhere in the MRVC East, Richmond beats Knob Noster 42 to nothing, and, and a marquee matchup tonight. The Lexington Minutemen get out of the box early, and they beat the Higginsville Huskers. Good ball game, 36-25, and right now I've got Kyle Kogan on line two. Kyle, the head coach of Minutemen. Hey, Kyle, congratulations. Nice win. I know this was one you and your guys have been looking at for a long time, kind of in the looking at each game one week at a time. But this is one you had kind of on the on the hot plate, knowing it was going to be a big game, and sounds like your guys played well tonight. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you know, like you said, we try to take every game one week at a time. But, you know, I mean, Lexington, Higginsville, they're always in the back of your mind. So yeah. it was a great win for us. You know, you were our curly game of the week, and we got to listen to part of it on the radio, and I know you limit the number of fans. I know each player gets so many tickets, but it sounded like a pretty loud crowd there tonight to me. Yeah, yeah, all the kids. I mean, if, uh, you know, if somebody only had three, then it was, hey, I, I got somebody that'll come. I mean, we, we maxed it out for what, what we were allowed to do. Yeah, the, the fans really came out and supported us. It was awesome. Kyle, talk about, it seems like one of the keys to the game, you got off to a good start. You jumped out to a 16 to nothing lead early and sound like your defense really played well in that first half. Yeah, we uh, played really well on defense. Um, you know, we had a couple of mental mistakes and somebody made a great play to make up for it. We got lucky a few times, but um, overall defensively, we played well for most of the game. Um, I think at one point, when it was the third quarter and we were up 30-3, to three, um, I think that our kids kind of thought that Higginsville was going to lay down and we started to have some mental error, more mental errors and not giving as much effort. So I was disappointed with that, but Higginsville never going to lay down. That is not in their blood. They battled back and, you know, got it within a couple scores and we had to get our heads right there towards the end. Well, I know Higginsville a good defensive ball club, and you put 36 points on the board tonight. you got to be happy with your offense. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, definitely so. Um, Lyon did a great job tonight um, getting crucial pushes, you know, when it was third and short, fourth and short, and we needed a first down. Um, we had some big big pass plays and uh, to several different kids. Um, Evan Gosnell, Jalen Hill, Manny Holder, um, Freddie Hoskins, I believe, had another one too, um, and then we had we had a big run play by Evan Gosnell um, in the third quarter. But we had we had some good converted on some deep shot plays. Looks like your offense is doing a pretty good job of mixing the run in the pass. Yeah, for sure. Try to do you know best that we both possibly can. Um, we got some really talented, skilled kids that 
you know, trust any of them to bring in any one-on-one ball. And Johnny's a great, you know, he's maybe not necessarily quarterback, but he's got a cannon on him and he can get it in the area. So we're, we're a threat, you know, running and uh, O-line does a great job pass or run block-wise. So, yeah, it was, it was great overall. Kyle, you mentioned some of your kids already. Anybody else that you would especially like to mention that played well tonight? Um, I'm going to go with all the O-line, uh, Dustin Christian, Trent Adams, Devon Lopez, Garcia, Tycho Miller, Kobe Huffman, and Blaze George also plays O-line. Okay, you move down to week 10 in the last week of the regular, or week 9, excuse me, last week of the regular season, and boy, it couldn't get any big, bigger than it is. You play the Richmond Spartans at home next week, and you're 8-0 right now. Richmond is 6-1. and They're 4-0 in conference. You're 3-0, and so the conference championship will be on the line next Friday night at Lexington. Yeah, it'll be definitely a big game uh, conference and rivalry-wise. I mean, district playoff-wise, I think we're pretty much in a lock now um you know we won the head-to-head against Higginsville and I I doubt points wise we could catch Pius they were pretty far ahead if I remember right so playoff wise you know not necessarily a lot of implication but definitely a huge one for conference and rivalry getting the bell back well, Kyle, congratulations. Look like you had your guys ready to play tonight. A great effort by the men and men. And, again, you're a perfect 8-0 right now. And, hey, give us a buzz next week after that Richmond game. That'll be our curly game of the week again and the premier game around the state. And thanks again for calling tonight. Thanks for hanging on the line, and good job tonight. For sure. Thanks for having me, Joe. Okay, Kyle. We'll see you. That's Kyle Kogan, head coach of Lexington to Miniman. They beat Higginsville tonight, 36-25. Let's take a timeout. Back with more after this. Accidents are going to happen, and when they do, take your vehicle to the ones you trust. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair in Brookfield. At Bailey Brothers, you have everything cared for, from the actual body work to helping you with the insurance paperwork when accidents happen. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair is there for you. Just call 660-258-5005. If your job situation is changing because of layoffs or restructuring, it's very important to review your retirement plan. Contact your Edward Jones financial advisor to schedule an appointment. In care see Jeff Adams, in Lexington, see Rick Smith, and in Richmond, see Richard Bidding and Brett Smoot. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. Start your welding career at Grand River Welding Institute in Brookfield. GRWI offers advanced training on critical welding procedures, pipe fitting, and sanitary welding, all in just 20 weeks. Flexible hours, housing, financial aid, and discounts can also be provided on North Livingston Street in Brookfield. GRWI's doors are open to all. Call 660-258-WELD today. The Hamilton Bank, supporter of your community since 1938 and proud to support high school activities. Experienced and dedicated, the Hamilton Bank knows helping you strengthens our community. Find out how the Hamilton Bank can help you at one of their locations in Hamilton, Lathrop, and Breckenridge. 
Odessa Diesel Repair, we keep your vehicles rolling. This is Tonomy Gittinger. We offer the best in master mechanics and have a parts inventory to keep your car, truck, or RV running. Before you head out to the high school game, stop by our shop on West Mason in Odessa. We support high school sports. It's all about the teamwork. Play hard, play fair. We're for the state of Missouri. We're for trout fishing, barbecuing, underarching, fountain swimming, road tripping, and show me saying. We're for people who would live here, people who won't, people who farm, and for people who don't. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you're a Missourian, we're for you. For all your automotive sales and service needs, remember Swafford's Ford in Richmond. Call or text 816-776-2288. Visit SwaffordsFord.com to shop online and schedule service. Located at Highways 10 and 13 in Richmond, SwaffordsFord.com. Sharona here from the Woodshed in Carrollton. In addition to having the best pricing on all your lumber and hardware needs, we are expanding our rental fleet. Introducing Woodshed Outdoor Power and Rentals. Just across the street from our home center. That's right, kids. Rentals from track loaders to mini excavators, man lifts to power tools. Don't forget about Gravely. That's right. We are your official Gravely lawnmower dealer. That's delicious. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another, generation after generation. Providing professional service based on trust, integrity, and financial accuracy. Because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. It's why we're here. Carroll County Trust Company. 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your host, Joe All. Okay, we ran the MRVCE scores a minute ago in the West. Odessa wins again. The Dogs beat Excelsior Springs 47 to nothing. Warrensburg 69 to 7 winners over Clinton. And uh, Kansas City Center gets back into action tonight after fighting the COVID a couple weeks. They fall to Pleasant Hill 28 21. Harrisonville is supposed to play Old Grove. I think Old Grove having some COVID issues now, so I don't believe that game happened. So we look at the West standings. Odessa leads the pack at 4-0 in conference play. Old Grove is 4-1. Uh, Warrensburg also 4-1 with their win tonight, and Harrisonville 3-1. Harrisonville will play Odessa next week, so that will be a big MRPC West game next Friday night. And I'm trying to see where that game is going to be played. Look at my schedule here real quickly. That game will be at Odessa. So uh, that game, Harrisonville, Odessa next Friday night. In the uh, <coughs> Lewis and Clark Conference, Fayette knocks off Salisbury 63-12. Harrisburg beats Scotland County 22-6. The big game tonight, two undefeated conference teams. Marceline whips Westrand 45-6. And in non-conference play, Clopton beats the Paris Coyotes 19-14. Marceline a perfect 6-0 in conference. Westrand and Harrisburg both at 5-1. A game back, Harrisburg and Marceline will play next week. Well, tonight, the uh, North Shelby eight-man team, they get a nice win over Oric as they bounce back and beat Oric tonight, 78-22. And a few minutes ago, Travis talked it over with uh, North Shelby's head coach, Seth Bass. Okay, having a few technical difficulties with Seth Bass. We'll see if we can get him queued up in a minute. Let, okay, let's let's try it again. Here's here's uh, uh, North Shelby head Joined coach Seth Bass. Course show is Coach Seth Bass of the North Shelby Raiders. North Shelby traveled quite a way south tonight to play the Orc Bearcats. 
they put up 78 points tonight, obviously. Uh, had had the offense run on all cylinders. They come out with a 78-22 win in eight-man football. Coach, congratulations. Talk about the game a little bit. Thank you. Um, you know, we came out a little bit flat, but we were still executing, so we were able to put some points on early. Um, it was still a little bit closer than I would have liked at, at half. I think it's 32-14. Um, our two-point conversions, we were not crisp on, uh, and we just weren't maintaining our block to our, our usually lo- uh, usual level. Uh, so we talked a little bit about our energy level at halftime and, and second half. Um, we got a, an early score and then an early um, turnover that resulted in a touchdown, too, and that kind of got us rolling and, and got the, the spark back in our um, in our legs. So uh, we rushed for 404, uh, and any time you put up 78, you know, it's a good night, too. So, you know, I'm not displeased with our execution. Uh, I'm not displeased with our efforts, either. Uh, we just got to make sure that we're taking care of our energy these next couple of weeks and uh, heading into the postseason. Yeah, Coach, and, and you guys, you know, hit a little rough patch uh, in the middle of the year. Uh, some tough opponents, but, you know, at the same time, there was probably some th- things you addressed and fixed. Talk about those a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's last week uh, against Danbury was a, a tough one, and, you know, we played exceptionally well other than about five snaps, and those five snaps really cost us. So um, we're, we're talking about being more consistent and staying consistent and being able to, to rebound whenever we have any sort of um, thing that, that may happen to, to go wrong. and. You know, I've talked before about how business-like our attitude has been all year, and I couldn't be more pleased about that. We've just got to get a little bit more uh, consistent and be able to, to finish our games up a little bit better. So, uh, And that's to be expected with the, the losses that we had. We lost a lot of seniors from last year. Uh, we only have one senior this year, so we're still kind of growing into that type of mentality. And, you know, I see flashes of it. We've just got to be able to put it all together. So I expect us to do that. You know, we've got good, good leadership on our team, and um, I think we'll start to, to remedy that. But um, the good aspect of that is since we are so businesslike, uh, our execution is usually still pretty strong, even when we're a, a little bit flat. So, um, And that worked out to our benefit tonight. And, Coach, you guys, <clears throat> you know, you play uh, Bramer next week. Uh, on paper, looks like a mismatch, but you know, going into districts, it's kind of a it's, it's a game you you know really have to have um, to to secure the second seed and not have to make that uh, trip if you make it to the second round. Talk about kind of your approach going into that game, uh, and talk about your district just a little bit. Well, we just got to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Um, you know, Bramer is an improved team; they're more physical. Uh, they don't have a lot of speed, but uh, it's something that we're going to have to make sure that we're winning at the line of scrimmage and that we're applying to the football and that we have good energy. And um, you know, first round of the, the postseason, uh, it sounds like it's going to be either Skyler or Santa Fe, maybe an outside shot at Concordia. Um, you know, that's going to be probably on paper another mismatch. So we really have two weeks where we've got to make sure that we're keeping our energy level up and that we're taking care of ourselves uh, before we have a, a showdown with St. Paul and then a big showdown hopefully with that Buffalo and if we're uh, fortunate enough to get, to get that far because uh, you know we've got a very good football team and we're gonna have to be ready to go and uh, I told my kids tonight you know we we can't be flat for a couple of weeks and then just try and flip the switch with energy when we start getting into the big games so we need to have that on a weekly basis and start uh, really taking care of business early in games and being more consistent so um, hopefully we do that and uh, I'm sure we'll have a good week of practice and uh, at the end of the day, we're just we're focused on ourselves, and if we take care of ourselves, and uh, the chips will fall where they should, hopefully. 
Okay, that's Coach Seth Bass, very faithful caller. Seth gives us a buzz every week. North Shelby, a good ball club, and they're in that same district with Southwest Livingston, also St. Paul, so that ought to be a very exciting district. Well, let's take another quick timeout. Back with more on the fifth quarter right after this. Since 1981, Sally's Propane has delivered propane for residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural use. Family-owned, they're committed to customer satisfaction. As we head into cooler weather, check the fuel gauge on your tank. If it reached 20% or less, go online or call 816 4928 for delivery. Sally's Propane, Z Highway in Bates City. Hey folks, Michael from Midwest Customs in Carrollton. Are you needing to get hitched? You're in luck. We offer all kinds of hitches. Gooseneck hitches, fifth wheel hitches, bumper hitches. Oh, hold up. Stop. Yep, you're going to need stopping power. Got you covered there, too. Trailer plug wiring, trailer brake controllers. We even work on trailers. Midwest Customs in Carrollton. We'll get you hitched. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You've probably heard that West Central Electric is a touchstone energy cooperative, but do you really know what that means? It means that they are part of a nationwide alliance of member-owned, not-for-profit organizations. They deliver your energy at the cost of service. They're democratic in action, and they're committed to enhancing life in our local communities. West Central Electric, a touchstone energy cooperative. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. The Bank of Odessa is community committed. Their goal is for every person who enters the bank to be better off financially for having made the choice to bank with them. For personal or business banking, savings and loans, a personal banker will find the financial solution to fit your lifestyle. Bank of Odessa, Lafayette County's leading bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Everyone knows if you've been in a collision, you go to Withrow's Body Shop in Odessa. Withrow's is well known for their quality restoration, glass replacement, custom paint and collision repair. But do you know there are also a full-service mechanical repair shop? Need new tires or a new transmission? Is that pesky engine light on or simply need an inspection? Withrow's can provide it all, and the experienced technicians will get your vehicle back on the road. Your car will look and run like new. Withrow's Body Shop and Mechanical Repair in Odessa, a family tradition since 1939. When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Since 1904, Preferred Bank has persisted in building a reputation for service and product innovation and takes great pride in continuing to be an independent community bank. With five locations or online at mypfbank.com. They look forward to serving you. Preferred bank, big enough to help and yet small enough to care. Member FDIC. TDR Auto Plaza is changing the way used cars are sold. They take pride in listening to each and every customer's needs. See for yourself by stopping by their showroom at I-35 Kearney or visit them on the web at tdrautoplaza.com. TDR Auto Plaza, proud supporter of youth sports. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Okay, well, folks, thanks for tuning in. We're getting getting late tonight, but we had quite a few coaches calling, and let's run a few more scores again. Midland Empire, again, a big game there. Maryville <clears throat> beat Savannah, excuse me, 39-17. 
Uh, St. Joe Lafayette leads a good part of the game, but St. Pius keeps their record unblemished as they come back to beat St. Joe 16-14. Cameron wins their fifth game of the year. The Dragons beat St. Joe Benton 42-0, and Chillicothe gets a nice win, a non-conference game. They beat KC East 33-14. Right now, Pius leads the loop with a 5-0 conference record. You got Maryville and, and Savannah. Uh, game and a half back at three and one apiece. So we'll see how that one all plays out at the end. St. Pius in the driver's seat there. In the uh, KCI Conference, <clears throat> Lawson gets a big win tonight. They beat East Buchanan. Hold on to beat East Buchanan 13-12. to It was Lathrop blasting North Platte 43-27. Good high-scoring game there. Mid-Buchanan moves their record to a perfect 8-0. They play Atchison County in a non-conference game 63-7. to And Penny of Hamilton beats West Platte 49-14. Mid-Buck in the driver's seat. They play next week. Uh, they will they will wrap up the regular season next week at home against West Platte. So a mid-buck win would give them an undisputed conference championship. Lawson currently in second place at 5-1, and one, East Buck at 3-2. Uh, and two. and down in the uh, Clarence Cannon Conference, it was Brookfield getting a win tonight. They beat Highland 32-14. Centralia knocks off Macon. They remain unbeaten 34-18. And Monroe City, instead of playing Clark County, they play Herman tonight. Non-conference wars. Monroe City wins that one 52-32. We mentioned a minute ago, that the uh, Cameron Dragons having one of their better years in a long time. Uh, again, moving their record to 5-3 and three on the year. They're 3-3 three and three in the Midland Empire Conference right in the middle of the pack right now. And tonight, they beat St. Joe Benton 42 to nothing. And a few minutes ago, Nick Sadowski had a chance to talk it over with one of the assistant coaches at Cameron, Ben McGee. I'm talking to Coach Ben McGee of Cameron High School. His team had a 42 to nothing win over St. Joseph Benton. Coach, tell us a little bit about the game. It was a good night, um, good weather. Um, yeah. we, made a few, we made a few mistakes here and there. Um, got some stuff to get corrected. Um, you know, the score doesn't dictate the game. Benton played a, a very tough physical game. They've got some kids over there that can play some good football. Um, but we gotta, we're going to regroup, watch some film here in just a few minutes with the kids, um, correct our mistakes, and we'll, uh, we'll enjoy this tonight. But as soon as uh, we wake up tomorrow, we'll get ready for Marshall. I bet. Now, those 42 points, where did that most likely come from? Um, a little bit of both. Um, we ran the ball pretty decent tonight. Um, we had, I believe, two passing touchdowns and then three on the ground. And I'm not for sure what the other one was. Gotcha. And defensively, you, you, you post a shutout this evening. So uh, how proud of you of your defense that you're able to do that? Oh, it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to put a zero on the board. Um, our defensive coordinator, Coach White, calls it Donut Monday. We get, out, we get shut out, and they, he brings donuts in on Monday, um, kind of gives the kids something to look forward to. But they, they executed the scheme that we put in this week. They played hard, um, and they just, they just get after it. They're a gritty bunch of kids that we have out here. All right, Coach, uh, I, ha- I have to ask now that you brought it up, but uh, what kind of flavor donuts are we talking about? Uh, he gets the variety. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Coach, who do you have next week, and what are you looking forward to next week? Uh, we have Marshall. We are on the road at Marshall. Um, and just closing out the season to continue, we talk about uh, we preach to the kids about getting 1% better every day. Um, so we'll start on Monday and work our way, and that includes game night of getting our 1% better, um, correct our mistakes that we made tonight, move forward. Um, and get ready for the playoffs and go play a tough Marshall team. 
crazy to think the playoffs are pretty much already here, Coach. Uh, thanks for giving uh, us. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> thanks it's for great. Yeah. It's crazy. When we started the season, nobody thought we would get here, but we're you know we're week nine, so. Yeah. True that. All right, Coach. Thanks for giving us a call. Give us a call next week as well, and we'll talk to you then. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Once again, that was Coach Ben McGee of Cameron. Okay, that's Nick Sadowski with Ben McGee. And real quickly in the NCMC, again, congratulations to the Moberly Spartans. They wrap up the title tonight, the conference championship. They beat Mexico at home a good game, 28-21. It was Hannibal knocking off Marshall, bouncing back from their loss last week, 48-14. And Kirksville shuts out Fulton, 33-0. So this is the last week of conference play in the NCMC. So Moberly wins it at 4-0. Hannibal winds up in second place at 4-1. Mexico at 3-2. Uh, Marshall, let's see, Kirksville's 2-3, and three, Marshall 1-3, and three, and Fulton winds up at 0-5 in conference play. So that wraps up the NCMC tonight. Down in the Tri-County Conference, Blair Oaks beats Southern Boone in a battle of unbeaten conference teams. Blair Oaks doubles up Southern Boone 42-21. It was Hallsville whipping California 50-21, and Osage beats for sales 43-21. Right now, you got Blair Oaks on top at 5-0. and uh, California falls to four and two. Southern Boone's two and one right now. Hallsville's also two and one. So looks like Blair Oaks in the driver's seat. They've got one game left next week, and they could wrap up that conference. Down in the West Central tonight, it was uh, Wellington Napoleon falling to Lincoln, 14 to seven. Windsor wraps up the Eastern Division of that conference. They beat Tipton, 55 to 20. Over in the West, Adrian in the driver's seat right now. Adrian moves to three and zero in conference play with a 40 to six win over Midway. And Crestridge stays in the hunt. The Cougars are three and one. They beat Lone Jack tonight, 52 to nothing. Uh, let's lay in over in the Grand River Conference. Uh, just a couple of scores we have. Uh, Maysville shuts out Putnam County 22 to nothing. Maysville's won two games in a row now. And uh, Milan bounces back from their loss last week to South Harrison. They beat Polo 49 to 3. And uh, right now it looks like South Harrison with their win last week over Milan. They're in the driver's seat. I don't have a score on their game with Princeton tonight, so we'll see if we can run that down somewhere. But they're undefeated in conference play with one week left in the regular season. Well, the Fayette Falcons, they get a nice win tonight. They beat uh, Salisbury by a score of 63 to 12 with the win. Uh, the Falcons move their record to a per two and to uh, four and four, even up, and they're three and three in conference play. And a few minutes ago, Travis talked it over with Fayette head coach Mike Thompson. Join us now on the fifth quarter show is Coach Mike Thompson of the Fayette Falcons. Fayette was at home tonight against Salisbury, a Lewis and Clark rival. Fayette comes out with a big 63 to 12 win, led 56 to 12 at half. Lots of fireworks offensively in the first half. Coach, congratulations. Talk about the game tonight. It was long. I say that you know it's. Uh, we didn't get off the field at halftime until 8.30. It just seemed like the first quarter took forever. Um, they they started with the ball and scored on the very first play, a 65-yard touchdown pass. Um, and, you know, it set the tone the wrong direction, really, for us. And, uh, you know, for us, it's been difficult this year. I think uh, mentally sometimes we're, we're not uh, overcoming some of the mistakes that we're making. And we made a mistake on that play. Our eyes are in the wrong spot. And, uh, they make a big play over the top, and I really like the way we responded. I thought our guys uh, were able to just focus and uh, continue to play, and we came out and uh, put a big play on the board on our first possession and then put a touchdown in and a couple more plays and uh, took the lead 7-6. And then after that, I, you know, we just continued to roll downhill. I thought we'd continue to, even though we're not playing perfect football by any means, um, offensively tonight we certainly uh, were able to do a lot of different things. Yeah, Coach, you, you know, you've talked about your, you know, your team's approach throughout the year. Um, and and obviously you you know you put up 
went on a 49-6 scoring run in the first half. Talk about some of the Falcons that uh, really stood out for you tonight. Well, we had a lot of guys, you know, get involved. And I think if you looked at our stat sheets in general for the season, you know, there's just a lot of guys on that sheet with a lot of touches and uh, you know, just the yards that are split up. Uh, you know, I told you last week we've outgained our opponents by a thousand yards this year, and you know over that whatever the yardage is total that like three thousand yards there, whatever it happens to be, but uh, it just pretty evenly split, split between a lot of different people. Uh, but tonight really uh, is about the Garen Roman is the guy that put up the big numbers. Um, he got more touches and he did a lot with them. He had 15 carries for 228 yards and four touchdowns. So uh, when he touched the ball, good things happened uh, tonight. And then, uh, you know, he threw for 120 yards, I think. Ben had a, a decent night, but he made a couple of mistakes that we'd like to have back. <clears throat> but in general, uh, the rest of the guys, a lot of guys touched it, just had two or three touches, and there's a lot of guys between 30 and 40, 50 yards in there that just kind of added up to, uh, I think, in the end of the night, we had a little over 500 yards offense. Coach, the the conference title is out of reach right now, uh, but you're 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 setting up for a district seed. You guys have Knox County next week. Talk just a little bit about them and talk about where you're at in your district standings. Yeah, you know, for Knox County, I look at those guys uh, a little bit. I've seen film on them. Haven't paid a lot of attention to them because we haven't played them yet. But uh, I did go watch them play a game. I watched them play Marceline in person, uh, and. You know, they've, they've got some decent size, and that quarterback is a really good athlete, good player. He throws the ball well. He runs well. Uh, he's going to be a challenge for us, I think. You know, they're going to run wing T stuff, which we are familiar with. We're just going to have to be disciplined, and really uh, we're going to have to be better with our eyes than we have been about getting them on our keys defensively and, and really flowing to where we're supposed to go. Uh, because that kid can hurt you, and he can hurt you quick if he gets the same. So uh, we're going to have to be really disciplined defensively. And then offensively, we're going to have to continue to you know, use use our weapons to the best of our ability, You know, kind of get those guys spread out and in space and uh, find different ways to get them the ball in an advantageous position for them. Uh, and, and then really, you know, when you're talking about the district seating, yeah, you're right, conference is, is long gone for us. Uh, but for us, I think at this point, it's – really just about trying to be the best you know best version of us that we can be uh we still made several mistakes tonight that were uh, mistakes that were in our control you know you line up off sides you hit guys in the back uh holding and we got a pass interference call late in the game uh where you know the ball's underthrown by 10 yards and we got four guys around it and why we grabbed him there's no sense for for doing those things just mental breakdowns that we're making at times that we have to get better at if we're going to win a big 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 football games in the future but uh, you're right right now it's about where we're going to stack up we don't really know i think there's a great chance we'll end up at the sixth seed in our district and at the same time we could end up the four seed so uh, really hard to tell uh, based off of you know what's happened we had a couple of teams that didn't get to play this week so uh, it's going to be really difficult to see how those numbers come out but like i told the guys we just can't worry about it it's going to let's go play whoever they put in front of us not worry about where we're playing or who we're playing and just try to play the best football that we can play and we feel like we can beat anybody if we play our best football game and uh, at the same time we can lose to anybody if we don't so uh, you know for us i think it's about focus on us and, and uh, not worry about the guys across the field Okay, that was Travis All talking with Fayette head coach Mike Thompson. Again, the Falcons get a nice win tonight. They knock off 
Salisbury 63 to 12. Uh, Fayette will wrap up the regular season next week. The Falcons will be on the road at Knox County. So Mike, appreciate the call. Mike calls us every week. Uh, well, nice. Uh, uh, Tough, tough loss tonight for the Oric Bearcats. The Bearcats take on uh, North Shelby, and you heard from Seth Bass a few minutes ago, and uh, North Shelby wins that game 78-22, and a few minutes ago, Travis had a chance to talk with Oric's head coach, Eric Fairchild. Join us now on the fifth quarter show is Coach Eric Fairchild of the Oric Bearcats. Oric was at home tonight against a very tough North Shelby team. A pretty competitive game in the first half. North Shelby pulled away for a 78-22 win. Coach Fairchild, thanks for joining us. Talk about the first half a little bit. Sounds like Orc played pretty decently early on. You know, we did okay early. Um, got the opening kickoff. Um, kind of had a little drive going and ended up fumbling. Um, they were able to take the football and go score. and um, We took the, the ensuing kickoff back for... Uh, a touchdown, um, tied it up at six, and and that was as close as we got on the night. But uh, I, I mean, there were there were some positives to pull from. Um, there were things that things that we didn't do too bad. Um, we just made too many mistakes, um, shot ourselves in the foot way too much, um, too many penalties. Um, it, it was just one of those textbook nights where everything. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong, and, and we just weren't able to uh, to come out on top. Coach, you guys did put three touchdowns on the board tonight. Talk about uh, some of the Bearcats that stood out offensively. Oh, um, y- y- you know, we we had a tough time really getting our footing. Um, we, I mean, Jackson Miller ran the ball well um, whenever he got opportunities to. Um, our three wide receivers um, really do a nice job. Andrew Stevenson, um, Ethan Wilson, Chandler Woods um, um, do a real good job. And um, Blake Buchanan was able to find them at times tonight, and, and we were able to, to move the ball. Um, I, I mean, I really felt like we moved the ball okay. Um, just when, when he had a drive that was going well, um, maybe a chance to put points on the board. Um, we'd have a bad snap. We'd have a penalty. Um, we'd just do something to take us off track. Yeah, and when you get behind the chains with penalties or, you know, uh, plays of lost yards, it makes it really hard against a really good team like North Shelby. You know, I've heard a lot about the Blake Buchanan and Ethan Wilson uh, hookup this year. Uh, next week you take on Appleton City, obviously, uh, quite a bit to clean up, but what do you look for going into that game next week? Um, you know, pretty much just what you said. We just we just got to clean it up. Um, we got to make good decisions with the football. We got to take care of the football better, a lot better than we did tonight. Um, and, and if we can do that, um, I feel like we can be okay. I mean, we lost 78-22. Um, and it kind of it kind of sounds crazy, but I, I mean I still think we can play with just about anybody. Um, we just have to not shoot ourselves in the foot. We have to we have to take care of our business and and do things the way we want to, and and be able to put points on the board at the end of drives. Um, kind of like you said earlier, 
Um, I tell the kids all the time, I don't really have a play in the playbook for third and 15. Um, it's, it's, that's, that's hard stuff to, to be able to handle. Um, you gotta be trying to convert third and five, third and four, um, third and two, third and one's even better. But, uh, whenever you get to third and, third and extra long, it's, it's really, really tough to make good things happen. Coach, we appreciate you calling every week. Give us a call back next week and uh, give us an update on the Appleton City game. We'll do. We'll have a plenty long trip uh, back home, and and uh, I'll let you guide me through some of that. But uh, we definitely will. And thank you for everything that you guys do. Your late hours on Friday night and uh, all the coverage that you give our kids. Okay, that's Coach Eric Fairchild talking with uh, Travis. Of course, Eric Falls tonight is a drop one to North Shelby, 78-22. Let's take another break. Back with more on the fifth quarter right after this. Accidents are going to happen, and when they do, take your vehicle to the ones you trust. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair in Brookfield. At Bailey Brothers, you have everything cared for, from the actual body work to helping you with the insurance paperwork when accidents happen. Bailey Brothers Collision Repair is there for you. Just call 660-258-5005. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. If your job situation is changing because of layoffs or restructuring, it's very important to review your retirement plan. Contact your Edward Jones Financial Advisor to schedule an appointment. In Carrollton, see Jeff Adams. In Lexington, see Rick Smith. In Richmond, see Richard Bidding and Brett Smoot. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Start your welding career at Grand River Welding Institute in Brookfield. GRWI offers advanced training on critical welding procedures, pipe fitting, and sanitary welding, all in just 20 weeks. Flexible hours, housing, financial aid and discounts can also be provided on North Livingston Street in Brookfield. GRWI's doors are open to all. Call 660-258-WELD today. The Hamilton Bank, supporter of your community since 1938 and proud to support high school activities. Experienced and dedicated, the Hamilton Bank knows helping you strengthens our community. Find out how the Hamilton Bank can help you at one of their locations in Hamilton, Lathrop, and Breckenridge. Odessa Diesel Repair, we keep your vehicles rolling. This is Tonomy Gittinger. We offer the best in master mechanics and have a parts inventory to keep your car, truck, or RV running. Before you head out to the high school game, stop by our shop on West Mason in Odessa. We support high school sports. It's all about the teamwork. Play hard, play fair. We're for the state of Missouri. We're for trout fishing, barbecuing, underarching, fountain swimming, road tripping, and show me sing. We're for people who would live here, people who won't, people who farm, and for people who don't. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you're a Missourian, we're for you. For all your automotive sales and service needs, remember Swafford's Ford in Richmond. Call or text 816-776-2288. Visit SwaffordsFord.com to shop online and schedule service. Located at Highways 10 and 13 in Richmond, SwaffordsFord.com. Sharona here from the Woodshed in Carrollton. In addition to having the best pricing on all your lumber and hardware needs, we are expanding our rental fleet. Introducing Woodshed Outdoor Power and Rental. Just across the street from our home center. That's right, kids. Rentals from track loaders to mini excavators, man lifts to power tools. Don't forget about Gravely. That's right. We are your official Gravely lawnmower dealer. That's the Woodshed. 
it. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another, generation after generation. Providing professional service based on trust, integrity, and financial accuracy. Because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. It's why we're here. Carroll County Trust Company. 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. Since 1981, Sally's Propane has delivered propane for residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural use. Family-owned, they're committed to customer satisfaction. As we head into cooler weather, check the fuel gauge on your tank. If it reads 20% or less, go online or call 816-690-4928 for delivery. Sally's Propane, Z Highway in Bates City. Hey folks, Michael from Midwest Customs in Carrollton. Are you needing to get hitched? You're in luck. We offer all kinds of hitches. Gooseneck hitches, fifth wheel hitches, bumper hitches. Oh, hold up. Stop. Yep, you're going to need stopping power. Got you covered there too. Trailer plug wiring, trailer brake controllers. We even work on trailers. Midwest Customs in Carrollton. We'll get you hitched. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You've probably heard that West Central Electric is a touchstone energy cooperative, but do you really know what that means? It means that they are part of a nationwide alliance of member-owned, not-for-profit organizations. They deliver your energy at the cost of service. They're democratic in action, and they're committed to enhancing life in our local communities. West Central Electric, a touchstone energy cooperative. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. Well, folks, thanks again for tuning in tonight. Winding down here on the fifth quarter. Thanks to all the coaches who called. A good number of call us every week. We really enjoy coming your way. We also appreciate the nice comments we hear about our program. And thanks for tuning in. Hey, an eight-man game tonight over in Concordia. And boy, how about Pattsburgh? Don't know much about Pattsburgh, but must have a whale of an offense. They put 94 points on the board tonight and beat St. Paul. St. Paul scores 50, but Pattsburgh wins at 94 to 50. And a few minutes ago, Nick Sadowski talked it over with uh, C.J. Gifford head coach of the St. Paul Saints. Talking to coach C.J. Gifford of St. Paul. Coach, tell me a little bit about the game tonight. Oh, Pattsburgh, like, we, they kind of did what we thought they would do. Uh, they run like an air raid offense. They're the, you know, best offense in eight-man football. And they just came out swinging. They don't punt the ball. They onside every time. Um, and we just, it was a track meet. We just couldn't keep up. We, we like to run the football. So we and we did it well. It's just you know they got they were their defense stood up. They got a couple stops. We got a couple stops, just not enough. So, so, so a loss. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, other than the negatives that took place, what were the positives that you came out of this game that you can improve on and uh, use to improve on next week? Well, uh, Kate Nolson is our middle linebacker. He had you know despite the loss, he had a great game. I think he had just glanced at the stats. I think he had something like 20-some-odd tackles. Um, he was all over the place. You know, he was picking up on screens. He did really well. Uh, moving forward, we definitely want to work on, you know, our, our secondary a little bit, that air raid offense. We play really well against the run, like the teams that are more like us, I guess. But this air raid offense gave us a run for our money. Gotcha. Now, we're almost to the playoffs, one more week ahead. What are you looking towards next week? Uh, who are you playing, and uh, what can you expect, if you have any at the moment? So, 
we're excited about next week. Next week uh, we play Osceola. Uh, I think they won tonight. That might be their first win of the season. Um, but they're they're another team, and they want to throw the ball around. So we're we're looking at it as a game like we think this is going to be a good game where we're going to like get an opportunity to work at what we're not very good at um, and try and improve and move over, uh, move ahead as we move into district. All righty, that's coming up pretty fast. So, Coach, thanks for the call tonight. I'll let you go and get to the rest of your night. Um, uh, better luck next week. Have a good night. All right, I appreciate that. You have a good one. That was Coach C.J. Gifford of St. Paul. Okay, thank you, Nick, and C.J. St. Paul having a good year. Tough loss tonight, but uh, they're, they're playing, Saints are playing very well. First year of eight-man football, and they're in that district with Southwest Livingston and uh, North Shelby and Concordia, Santa Fe. That'll be a fun, that'll be a fun district. So again, Saints lose tonight. We always enjoy talking to Coach Gifford. Well, let's take one final break here. We got a couple more coaches to talk to. If no one and anybody else calls, we'll take them. But let's take a break. Back with more on the fifth quarter right after this. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. The Bank of Odessa is community committed. Their goal is for every person who enters the bank to be better off financially for having made the choice to bank with them. For personal or business banking, savings and loans, a personal banker will find the financial solution to fit your lifestyle. Bank of Odessa, Lafayette County's leading bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Everyone knows if you've been in a collision, you go to Withrow's Body Shop in Odessa. Withrow's is well known for their quality restoration, glass replacement, custom paint and collision repair. But do you know they're also a full-service mechanical repair shop? Need new tires or a new transmission? Is that pesky engine light on or simply need an inspection? Withrow's can provide it all, and the experienced technicians will get your vehicle back on the road. Your car will look and run like new. Withrow's Body Shop and Mechanical Repair in Odessa, a family tradition since 1939. When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Since 1904, Preferred Bank has persisted in building a reputation for service and product innovation and takes great pride in continuing to be an independent community bank. With five locations or online at mypfbank.com. They look forward to serving you. Preferred bank, big enough to help and yet small enough to care. Member FDIC. Tune in to midvid.com Saturday at 1 o'clock for Class 3, District 7 softball action. The Odessa Lady Bulldogs will play the Pleasant Hill Chicks for the district championship. Watch live or on demand at midvid.com or on the new Midvid Roku channel. TDR Auto Plaza is changing the way used cars are sold. They take pride in listening to each and every customer's needs. See for yourself by stopping by their showroom at I-35 Kearney or visit them on the web at TDRAutoPlaza.com. TDR Auto Plaza, proud supporter of youth sports. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI, here's your host, Joe All. Okay, Miles, winding down now on the fifth quarter show. <clears throat> Thanks for tuning in. Well, tonight, how about the Windsor Greyhounds? The Hounds are a perfect 
eight and zero. They get a nice win tonight as they they knock off Tipton by a score of fifty five to twenty. And <clears throat> right now, Jim on Watts one. We have Jake Vinsel and hey Jake, appreciate the call. I guess first of all, congratulations with this win tonight. According to my information, you wrap up the West Central Eastern Conference Championship. Uh, that is correct. Uh, that would be the Kaysinger outright conference title, uh, and then also the Eastern Division of the West Central Conference as well. So technically we're in two conferences now. So, so you win two conference championships in one night. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? Uh, yeah, it was a great night for the Greyhounds. Um, first of all, I'm extremely proud of this group of young men. They're a great group to coach. Uh, you know, when I came here five years ago, uh, we talked about playing for conference championships and district titles, and this group just really bought in and believed, uh, and they've worked hard uh, to earn the right to be able to play in games like tonight, and then they came out and, and got the job done. We ought to go to your school board next week and say, guys, I won two conference championships in one night. I need a little more cash. need a little more money. You know? <laughs> well, you know, we just found out at the beginning of this year we were playing in two football conferences, so, you know, Sometimes you get those opportunities. Hey, if you can win them, play in three or four if you need to. But, but hey, talk about tonight. Like I say, you get a you get a very impressive win over a good Tipton team. Uh, you beat Tipton tonight, fifty-five to twenty. Talk about your offense. You put fifty-five on the board. You know, I thought overall we played really well tonight. We came out uh, pretty fast uh, offensively. We were pretty balanced. Uh, we put some points on the board there early, uh, and then we kind of came out and stalled a little bit there in the second half. Uh, Tipton's a good football team. Coach Braby does a great job over there. Uh, we knew he'd have his guys up uh, for us tonight. And, uh, you know, but I'm proud of how the guys responded and, and just finished the ball game. You know, um, offensively, we strive to be balanced, and we're really starting to get uh, that going. Uh, you know, uh, rushing the football tonight, uh, Dalton Witherspoon had 11 carries for 190 yards and three TDs. Cannon Fowler had uh, two carries for 57 yards and a score. Dylan Witherspoon had six for 46 in a score. And then through the air, um, to balance it out, Ken Sargent was eight for eight, eight for 18 for 141 yards and two scores. And then, um, you know, defensively, those guys brought it on that side of the ball, too. Uh, Cannon Fowler had two interceptions. Uh, and the last one, he returned for a TD that kind of put the icing on the game. Well, and it uh, sounds like uh, you've got a lot of seniors on your ball club this year, don't you? Well, the great part is we really have a mix. Uh, okay. We have some seniors that are, are definitely uh, contributors for us, but uh, we also have a great group of juniors and sophomores that are playing as well. So we really have a great mixture of classes. We don't just have one class. It's really, you know, the guys that we're relying on, we have a mixture. And so that's, that's a good uh, recipe for success, sustained. Well, and let's take a look at your district real quick. It looks to me, I've got in front of me, it looks like you've got seven teams in your district. You're in District 3, and a lot of your conference teams, you got Cole Camp, Lincoln, uh, Tipton, and yourselves, Windsor. Then you add to that Pleasant Hope, Russellville, and Skyline. I heard Skyline has a whale of a team. Yeah, yeah I tell you what, it's a very interesting mix um, in our district. Uh, obviously, all of our conference teams are in there. You add in Russellville, Pleasant Hope, and Skyline. Um, you know, and uh, what I've heard, Skyline's a really talented ball club down there. They've been doing some good things. Um, it looks like that we're going to have a hard time catching them at the one seed, so more than likely they're probably going to get that. Uh, so that would probably put us in the two seed. Um, and, and, you know, um, you know, you just get into district time. You just want to keep uh, finish it the right way in week nine. 
and they want to get that positive momentum going. And then, you know, you take it week to week, and if we get the opportunity to play Skyline, I tell you what, it'd be a heck of a football game. Well, it sure sounds like it. You got your conference season open, you, over. You got one more game. I guess you play St. Joe Christian next Friday night. Kind of a new opponent for you, right? Yeah, it definitely is. I, you know, back to the conference thing, I just want to say this was uh, Windsor's first conference title when we were co-champs in 1993 in the I-70. And this was our first outright conference title since 1988. And that was in the I-70 as well. Um, so, you know, it's a great accomplishment for our, our, our guys and our program. You know, we've definitely, you know, been working hard to, to play in games like this tonight. And then, like you said, St. Joe Christian next week, that'll be a big, long road trip for us. Uh, so we'll have to be, make sure that we handle that properly. Um, I, I know that St. Joe's been struggling with numbers a little bit this season, um, but we'll get the film on them, and, and you know we'll break it down this weekend, and, and we'll have a great week of practice to go up there and hopefully play well. Jake, I appreciate the call. You know we might be your good luck charm. You've been calling us every week, and it's it's been a W for us. So we'll we'll take credit whether we are or not. You know, but but I appreciate the call. And hey, give us a call after that uh, St. Joe Christian game, and we'll talk about the district even more. And great job this year. Congratulations on that conference championship. Well, thank you so much for your coverage of high school athletics, and go Greyhounds. All right, we'll see you, Jake. All right, see you. All right, it's Jake Vinsel, head coach of the Windsor Greyhounds. Well, the Mexico Bulldogs tonight, they had a shot at uh, earning a share of the NCMC Conference Championship. They played pretty well, but come up a little bit short as Moberly knocks them off 28-21. And a few minutes ago, Nick Sadowski had a chance to talk it over with Mexico head coach Steve Hagg. Talking to coach Steve Hagg of Mexico. Coach, you lost this week to Moberly, but Moberly is a pretty darn good team. So uh, tell me how that one went first. Well, we uh, came out and played really slow defensively. We uh, we gave up 14 points to them pretty quick. Um, we uh, well, we gave up a touchdown. They took the opening kickoff, took up a touchdown, and then we started driving and we fumbled. And so then they got it back and they scored again. So it was 14 nothing, and we were able to then um, take the ball, drive down, and score. And then uh, they got the ball back and they ended up scoring again. So in the first quarter. We gave up 21 points. It was 28 to seven. And in the second quarter, we seemed to come out and play a little bit of defense and and stop them. We get the ball back and score and make it 21-14 going into half. Then in the second half, we get the ball back, and you know we were we were able to march the ball a few times, but we were, we uh, put ourselves behind the sticks with some penalties, and um, you know we we had a really good. I think we got into a a. Uh, a long third and 11, and uh, we got a scramble from our quarterback, Ty Prince, and um, he, he ended up a yard short. Or I guess fourth and 11, he ended up a yard short, and they got the ball back. Then they put together a pretty long drive that took a lot of time off the clock and scored, making it 28-14. Um, we were able to, to get the ball back and drive and um, score, uh, get going within a touchdown, uh, but there was about – Four minutes left on the clock, four and a half minutes left on the clock, and uh, they were able to get a couple of first downs and, and burn our timeouts, and uh, they were able to run it out at the end of the game. And um, so it was. Uh, Moberly is a, is a very talented team and well coached and always play hard. And we, uh, you know, they, we can't. The one thing I tell our kids is we can't play ourselves and the other team. And tonight we did that by uh, having a couple of fumbles and some penalties and some inopportune times. And uh, but that you know that's part of it, part of 
playing high school football, part of coaching high school football. You know, we have to, if we're going to make those mistakes, we've got to overcome them. And we just weren't good enough tonight to overcome those mistakes against a good Moberly team. Well, uh, it's, it was 21-14 to 14 at the half. They were leading, and then you only give up seven to them the rest of the way. So uh, is there anything you said during halftime, or what adjustments did your defense make during halftime to, uh, to lighten the load a little bit on, on their uh, offense? Oh, I think that they, uh, you know, they, I mean, they do a great job. Uh, you know, number one, they got great kids, and then they do a great job coaching them. And, but I think that, uh, you know, sometimes they, you know, they they get a little fancy, and that kind of helped us out. And then, you know, late they just pounded it. Uh, they have a big fullback, uh, Jarrett Kinder, who just does a great job. And, and late they just started pounding him, and then they were able to run some, uh, just some misdirection off of, off of faking to him, and uh, they just, you know, just ended up driving. And when and when they were just doing stuff without him in it in the mix, we were able to get people to the ball and make tackles. And and I think offensively, we were able to kind of wear them down because a lot of their guys play both ways, and that kind of wears on them when they get on the offensive side of the ball. But it just wasn't enough tonight. Um, you know, they that one drive in the third quarter just took a lot of time off the clock, and um, just just uh, in scoring and us being two touchdowns down, we just don't don't have the offense to you know score two times and and, and you know that that amount of time. And so um, you know the the good thing is is that I, I think we got better tonight. You know, we'll we'll study film, we'll look at it, and and get better there and you know some of there'll be some positive on the film and we got to take that and go into week nine and play warrington and uh then you know playing our district and you know if we can if we can put some games together then uh, maybe a possibility of playing them again coach thank you so much for the the time tonight thank you for giving, giving us a call and uh, we'll talk to you next week i appreciate it Okay, that's Coach Steve Egg. Steve, a very faithful caller, and appreciate the call every week. And Bulldogs played well. They come up a little bit short to Moberly, 28-21, but Mexico winds up with a, a winning record in conference play. They wind up 3-2 and two in that tough NCMC conference. They're 4-3 and three overall right now. Had one game wiped out due to COVID earlier in the year. Well, our final coach tonight, we think, unless somebody calls us, but sounds like one of the better games tonight. The Sweet Springs Greyhounds play Windsor of Imperial, and what a what a game! Thirty-four to thirty-three, Sweet Springs wins it to move their record to four and one. The Greyhounds have been off a couple weeks due to the COVID. And a few minutes ago, Travis talked it over with uh, Sweet Springs head coach Jeff Holtzman. One hundred three point nine KRLI Multi Bend. You're in Curly Country. Joining us now on the fifth quarter show is Coach Jeff Holtzman of the Sweet Springs Greyhounds. They come out with a big win tonight, move the record to 4-1. <clears throat> We're eight weeks through the season. Uh, Coach, you missed a few games this year. Uh, talk about some of the challenges you faced uh, with your schedule and with uh, missing games. Yeah, it's been an unusual season like for a lot of people this year. We've been off the last three weeks and weren't quite sure what to expect tonight, but our kids... We're very excited to play. Had a great week of practice and really played extremely well tonight in all phases of the game and just hung on tough and were able to pull it out at the end. Coach, you know, you're facing a team that you're probably not familiar with. You know, uh, Windsor Imperial uh, came all the way to Sweet Springs, about a three-hour drive down uh, I-70. 
you guys led 26 to 15 at halftime. Talk about what you did in the first half. You 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 scored three or four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, we scored on our opening drive. I uh, had a long drive, um, and then Zafferly connected with Wade Phillips uh, on a fade pattern for about 30 yards that put us ahead, and then they came back and scored and went ahead. And we came back with another long drive to go up 14-7, to and then a big play in the game was we got an onside kick. Our senior kicker, Tony Love, executed it perfectly, and we were able to recover it and go down and scored after that to go up 20-7. to And then 26-15 at the half, and they made some really good adjustments with their offense coming out in the second half and scored on their first three possessions to go ahead 33-26. And they got the ball one more time, and we finally made some adjustments that were able to get us a stop and force them to punt. So we got the ball back with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Put together a great drive. Uh, offensive coordinator Travis White did a great job of calling plays, and our kids really executed when they had to. And so we get down and score with about 47 seconds left, and we're still down one. And then uh, Cole Loverkamp ran in the two-point conversion, and we were able to defend a few passes at the end and come out with a great win. Coach, you know, was was that a – was that a play you had practiced on the two-point conversion specifically for that situation, or was that kind of one of the plays that you guys run a lot this year? Obviously, Cole, uh, coaching against him as a seventh or eighth grader, uh, he's he's very fast. So uh, talk about that two-point play a little bit. How did that uh, uh, formulate? Yeah, it was one of our – we have a, a group of plays that we look at for two-point conversions and – this play in particular was one that we noticed other teams had some success with against Windsor Imperial, and we made a, a switch on a little bit in our offense. We moved Grant Nitmar, who's normally been a slot back in his career, to fullback tonight, and it really sparked our team. He did a great job of blocking and also running the ball inside, and he made a great block on that two-point conversion, and as well as our offensive line on that side, and Lovercamp was able to run it in. And coach, you, you know, you mentioned Grant Nittmeyer. He's uh, a very physical and aggressive kid. Uh, having seen him come up through the yeah. years, talk about some of the other Greyhounds up front tonight. Obviously, to beat a to beat a team like Windsor, you guys had to play really great up front. Yeah, we were very undersized against them. They were very, very big up front. And Ethan Sims, Tyler Bernard are two seniors that. They just do a great job of executing their fundamentals with their steps and getting in the right position, and they, they really played tough tonight as well as the rest of our line. We've got a sophomore center. Dallin Johnson played well, and uh, Brock Boland, the senior on the other side, really played well at right tackle. Coach, you're 4-1 going into week nine. You're three games short of your regular schedule, and you play a class four school. Uh, in Fulton, uh, you go to Fulton, uh, so the road trip is you know a couple hours. Uh, what can you expect next week, and and how's that going to play in your district standings? Obviously, you're going to get bonus points for playing a bigger school. Uh, but what do you know about the Hornets? Well, I know they've played a very tough schedule this year. You know, with playing Hannibal and Kirksville, Richmond earlier, and. No, they have a very talented quarterback. It's a dual threat that can run and throw. We've got to be very disciplined 
you know, in our preparation next week, you know, to be able to be successful against him and the rest of the Fulton team. Okay. Well, that's Jeff Holtzman again, the Sweet Springs Greyhounds. They get a nice win tonight. They knock off Windsor Imperial 34-33. They will play Fulton next week, a much bigger school. They'll play in Fulton. Uh, so the Greyhounds having a good year at 4-1. and one. Have lost some games to COVID, but they bounced back well tonight. Well, let's run the scores one more time. Let's get out of here. Jim and I are getting homesick. So, again, tonight in the MRVC East, Carrollton beats Holden 42-14. It was a Richmond shutting out Knob Noster 42-0. In Lexington, it's a big win over Higginsville 36-25. That sets up a match with Richmond and Lexington next Friday night in Lexington. Winner will be the MRVC East Conference champ. In the MRVC West, Warnsburg beats Clinton 69-7. Odessa keeps rolling. Dogs are still unbeaten at uh, 7-0. They beat Excelsior Springs 47-0. And it was Pleasant Hill slipping by Kansas City Center tonight by the score of 28-21. Don't have a score on that Winnetonka-Harrisonville game. Harrisonville is supposed to play Oak Grove, but Oak Grove apparently has some COVID issues. So the Wildcats of Harrisonville supposed to play Winnetonka. Don't have a score, as we said. Uh, looks like Odessa in the driver's seat, but Oak Grove and Warrensburg and Harrisonville only have one conference loss, so next week Odessa has one more conference game as they will take on Harrisonville. Should be a good game. In the Lewis and Clark, Fayette beats Salisbury tonight 63-12. to Harrisburg knocks off Skyland County 22-6. to Marceline 45-6. to Winners over Westrand. Non-conference play. Paris falls to Clopton 29-14. Marceline in the driver's seat, but they play Harrisburg next week, and Harrisburg with only one loss, so that conference not sewed up yet. In the... Uh, Midland Empire Conference, it was Maryville beating Savannah 39-17. St. Pius slips by St. Joe Lafayette 16-14. Cameron beats St. Joe Benton 42-0. And Chillicothe knocks off uh, Kansas City East 33-14. Pius uh, in the driver's seat. They're the only undefeated team. But uh, Savannah and Maryville each have one loss in that conference. In the KCI, East Buchanan falls to Lawson. Lawson wins their fifth in a row, 13-12. Lathrop beats North Platte, 43-27. Mid-Buck keeps rolling. They win a non-conference game over Atchison County, 63-7. And Penny of Hamilton beats West Platte, 49-14. Mid-Buck in the driver's seat there. They play uh, one game next week, and uh, they can wrap it up if they can beat West Platte. In the Clarence Cannon Conference, Brookfield beats Highland, 32-14. Centralia knocks off Macon 34 to 18. It was Monroe City playing Herman tonight. They win at 52-32. Don't have a score on Palmyra South Shelby, assuming maybe they didn't play. NCMC Moberly wins the conference. They beat Mexico tonight 28-21. Hannibal gets by Marshall, wraps up second place 48-14, and Kirksville shuts out Fulton 33 to nothing. Down in the Tri County, it was Blair Oaks over Southern Boone 42-21. Hallsville knocks off California 50 to 21, and Osage beats for sales 43-20. Eldon and Boonville understand that game was canceled. Down in the uh, West Central Conference, uh, Windsor wraps up that championship on the western or eastern side. They beat Tipton 55-20. to Lincoln slips by Wellington Napoleon 14-7. to It was uh, on the western side of that conference. Adrian beats Midway tonight 40-6. to Lone Jack falls to Crestridge 52 to nothing. Up in the Grand River Conference, Maysville knocks off Putnam County 22-0. Milan over Polo 49-3. 
And that's about what we have again on the college in the eight-man football. Santa Fe gets their first win tonight. They beat Bramer 48-20. to Padsburg 94-50 winners over St. Paul. North Shelby beats Oryx 78-22. And Southwest Livingston beats North Nottoway 76-26. So that's all we have. Don't forget tomorrow the Missouri Tigers are supposed to play Vanderbilt. That game's been called off. Vanderbilt has some COVID issues. A rivalry game in the Heart of America Conference. Central Methodist travels to Missouri Valley tomorrow. And uh, so a lot, of, a lot of college football on tap for tomorrow. Some teams fighting the COVID. So we'll just see what, see what happens. Hey, listen, thanks again for tuning in tonight. One more week of the regular season. Week number nine in district play starts in two weeks. I want to thank our crew tonight. Jim Woods on the board. Jim always does a great job. Appreciate him working. As does Donnie King on the phone. Got a great crew here. Uh, Nick Sadowski helping out with the interviews. Travis Zoll, right hand, my right-hand man. Great job on the interviews. And uh, thanks to all them for for their help tonight and uh, we'll be back with you again next week for another edition of the curly fifth quarter have a good weekend we'll see you next friday Some till NATO. President Trump and rival Joe Biden hustling for votes Friday night in key swing states. The president in Florida and Georgia trying to appeal to suburban women with his law and order message. They like my policy, but they don't like my personality. I said they don't care about my personality. They want to be safe. And they want to keep their American dream. Biden was in Michigan blasting President Trump, saying the president's encouraged a rise in white supremacy. Biden's promising reform efforts towards racial and economic justice. This nation is strong enough to both honestly face systemic racism and strong enough to provide safe streets for our families and small businesses. The two men meet next Thursday in Nashville for one last debate where we've learned the topics will include the pandemic, race, and national security. America's listening to Fox News. Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, the Curly Country Fifth Quarter Show, hosted by Joe All. Tune in next Friday after the game of the week for highlights and coaches' interviews, the inside scoop on Missouri's high school football. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.